Today's episode is sponsored by our friend and yours, Bubbles and Books, the monthly subscription box where all of your relaxation and self-care needs are exceeded. Each month you get a curated box with a romance novel and high-quality bath supplies and accessories. When you sign up, choose between historical, contemporary, or paranormal, because they've got all the Werves, England Times, and bad boys you could want. Plus, they now have standard or premium boxes. Use the code HEAVINGBOSOMS10 for 10% off your first month or one-time purchase. It's so much easier to carve out some dedicated you time when the supplies come straight to your door. Hooray! Hey listener, welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends fangirl over romance novels, each other, and you. You're honestly wonderful. One wonderful person in particular is also a patron. Blair B., you are a basilisk. You're a great serpent queen with a deadly glare, turning lesser beings to stone with just one glance. Leaving deadly venom in your wake for all those deserving of your ire, you are one badass lady. According to our online research, you only have two weaknesses. The odor of weasels, weird, right? And preteen Gryffindors, so watch out for that. Otherwise, you're pretty much the queen of everything. And now, it's time. We finally get to publicly drool over the Night King. High Lord of the Night Court and Our Loins, Resand, in A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah J. Moss. Guys, it's on, TM. Sorry, I burped. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you can see it. I can see the squiggles of it. You want to do one more number? No, I do not. All right. Wait, you're going to put it on the podcast, aren't you? I am going to put it on the podcast. (laughs) I hate you're the editor. (laughs) Don't you, though? Um, Okay, let's make a clean start. Oh, yeah. Hello, Melanie. Hi, Erin. You're not going to use it. No, I am not. How are you? I'm good. I'm all right. How are you? You look great. You look like you got 50% more blood in you, even though I know that's not true because you birthed that baby. <laughs> well, I am no longer blood sharing. So Yeah, yeah I am blood sharing. That might be I want to my- <laughs> use that as a new name for pregnancy. Oh, she's blood sharing right she's now. She's blood sharing. So... <laughs> And I think that's also my new compliment. Like, I know you're not blood sharing, but you do look like you are. Beautiful. Beautiful you've skin. Got that, you've got that blood sharing glow. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just returned from the fairy realm. Um, In fact, I think it was our Akko Shma, the first, the other one, the other mm-hmm. one, the first one in this book, the dumb Tamlin a, a one. Court of, a court of stupid and he doesn't love you. Shma Shma. <laughs> a court of a court of he gonna lock you up <laughs> a court of run up with that night king girl like, that's what's right the problem? what is the problem a court of but what about the night king 
<laughs> a quarter of the first half of the book, I was like, yeah, okay. And then the second half, I was like, huh? <laughs> a quarter of it all starts at the calamari party. <laughs> Anyway, I think it was at whatever that episode was that we first talked about your 50% more blood because I said that you oh. look like you just returned from the fairy realm, remember? Yes, I do remember. So you guys, this is a slick professional callback. It really so, is. And it was also completely out. accidental. I love it. Hashtag professional in 2019. Look at us. <laughs> That's right. Also, to be a, a real professional, we are going to be covering A Court of Mist and Ruin, the second book in the series. And if no, you want... That's not the name of the book, Melanie. A Court of Mist and Fury. 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 She's Fury, so mad. My friend. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's A Court of Wings and Ruin. I've read all three. So, and frankly, Sarah J. Moss, uh, I need to know when there are going to be more. I don't even mind if it's a Cassian Nesta spinoff. Okay. All right. Back to the podcast. Um, <laughs> if you want to listen to the first one and you haven't, that is episode 60, A Court of, uh oh, Thorns and Roses, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A court of get out of the spring court. A court of this is not the man for you, girl. That's like right. get out. That's right. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about my pilgrimage? I do want to talk about your pilgrimage because I have okay. not made it yet, and I feel like you have you have so much more Romance Landia cred than I do right now, and I just want to leech it off no, of you. I was like blood share loser. with me. <laughs> I've I've changed it now. I've <laughs> <laughs> changed it. I changed it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So picture this. Yeah. There I was. Okay. So I had a trial that I had to do at Fort Irwin, California. Fort Irwin, California is roughly equidistant between Los Angeles and Las Vegas. The two biggest losses there are in the Southwest United States. Okay. Yeah. So, if you map from Fort Irwin to the Ripped Bodice, it is approximately like a three-hour, two-hour, 45-minute to three-hour situation. Right. So, originally, I was flying into Ontario, California, and out through Ontario, California, which is a little bit closer to Fort Irwin. Long story short, Snowmageddon, I got rerouted to LAX at the last minute. So, I'm like, okay, well, I've got to fly into LAX and back through LAX. Uh So... Feasibly, I could maybe go to the Ripped Bodice. I blew it on the way in because I decided to have lunch with Cole. And then I probably could have gone to the Ripped Bodice, but I really wanted to get out to my workplace because I was already a day late. So, yeah. didn't do it on the way in. Also, I'm so glad you saw Cole. Yeah, face yeah to we, had face. Lunch. We, we had lunch and saw each other for the first time in like 10 years or something like that. That's sick. Like, it's been a very long time. Actually, when we FaceTime to record the podcast, that was the first... I mean, we talk maybe once a week or once every couple weeks, a couple times a month. Yeah. But I had not seen him, like right. his face, yeah. in like 10 years when mm-hmm. we Because the kids these days, they're always doing the FaceTimes, but I don't they like it. They are, but we're old millennials. I don't so... like the angles. They don't have to worry about the angles. We it's do. true. It's true. We have to worry about the angles and our hands get tired. That's the problem with My being hands get older. So tired. So tired. It's like yeah. reading, only you've got to like pay attention not only to what you're looking at. It's like the book is looking at you and you're trying to read. It's, it's sucks. true. It's true. Yeah. And like anytime I try to put it up like on a kitchen oh, surface yeah, or something, falls, all you see is just like and who cares? Who cares? Like you're not I don't get it. I don't get why people even want to see each other on the FaceTime. I don't understand. Well now anyway, that I have okay. kids, I do. But Ugh, don't care. 
Anyways, okay. So the trial wraps up in the morning time, Uh probably around noon on my last day. And I know that my flight doesn't go out until like midnight. So I was like, oh, bitches, I'm going to the Rip Bodice. Like, this is happening. That's right. I also thought maybe I should call Jenny Nord back and see if she wants to hang out. I know. I really wanted that for you, too. I know. But here's the thing. I Cole had already said earlier in the week, let me know when you're coming back in and we'll see about like maybe doing dinner. Hmm. I also have a different friend in L.A. So I had sent them like beacon text that morning. It's possible because I don't want to cold call Jenny Nord back. She's like a celebrity. I know. So She's I so had sent cool. out. Yeah, like Pulse Beacons. It's a Firefly <laughs> reference. It's not, that doesn't mean anything. So send out beacons to the other two. Then, you know, I might have time for dinner tonight. Because I was thinking, I'll have time for dinner and TRB. Why not? Hell yeah. And they were both like, bitch, it's Valentine's Day. Of which I was like, oh, right, 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 right. It's Valentine's Day. Like, what people are doing mean? things with their, you know, like, I'm like, hey, you want to have dinner with me on Valentine's Day, Cole? And oh. he's like, no, I think I'll have dinner with my wife on Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, sure, Cole. Same. <laughs> yeah, like, same with my other friend. Sorry. You got you got right. so many wives out there. You got to have right. dinner with them. Right. right. <laughs> so now I'm like, now I'm cognizant of the Valentine's Day-ness of the whole situation. So I didn't sure. want to be like, hey, Jenny Normback, one-time situation, have dinner with me. And then she's like, oh, I got this husband. I got to make right. a call. You know, I didn't want to put in that foot position. Tall husband. Right. And also, I don't have a good time of when I'm like landing. Because yeah. when the trial wraps up, you have to kind of like hang out with your guy until he goes, you know, where he's going to go. And you got to okay. like make sure all your witnesses are okay and stuff. Not that I don't like doing that, but it doesn't end when it ends. You kind of got to wrap things up of afterwards. Course. And so, this for unforeseen circumstances does not wrap up until like 4 p.m. Ah. So I was like, ooh. And we kind of like me and my co-counsel kind of hang out until like five. Like I wasn't trying to get out of there really fast, but like I was kind of cognizant of the ripped bodice situation. I was like, oh, I might not make it. So I don't step off Fort Irwin until like 5 p.m. <gasps> and my GPS says two and a half hours. Easily. Yeah. So I'm, I rocketed down that Fort Irwin road, which if anyone's familiar with the road from Fort Irwin to Barstow, it's like the, one of the deadliest roads in America. <laughs> Oh, no. So I'm like rocketing down that road and then I'm like rocketing from Barstow out to oh, LA. No. So I'm like, I'm making great time. I think I'm doing great. I have to pee, but it's no worries. It's no, it's no problem. And then I hit the LA traffic and then I realize it's like 7.15 and my thing says now I'm not going to get there until like 7, like 47 or something like that. And oh. traffic is like crawling at like 30 miles an hour. And I was like, Oh, it's not going to happen because your GPS wants you to know the speed limit and speed limit's like 65, right? Right. (sighs) And so I'm like, okay, well, it's not going to happen. My pee is up to my eyeballs right now. Like I I (laughs) literally considered peeing in like some kind of jug or something. The problem Uh was I didn't have a jug or something. If I had a jug or something, I would have peed in it. That's that was the situation for me in that moment. Because I was like, if I pull over and pee and that's the reason I missed the ripped bodice. Oh, never never forgive myself. No. So I made a little video that I tweeted out later it that night. It was the cutest thing in the world. <laughs> like, here's the situation. Because I at least wanted to put something out to everybody of, like, I tried. You know? Yeah. And I sent it to our group chat that we have with mm-hmm. the Wicked Wallflowers and the Faded Mates. Yeah. Well, Faded Mates. Right. Minus Sarah McLean. She, yeah. She's a celebrity, you guys. She can't be on a group chat with us. But uh, <laughs> Jen Reed's Romance. Who, if you don't follow on Twitter, you're not doing romance correctly. Yeah, get at 
at Jen Reads Romance. You've got to yes. follow her. She's hilarious. Her takes are amazing. She's a great voice for marginalized groups and just good romance in general. Uh-huh. And if you're not listening to Faded Mates, do that. Yeah, too. you're not doing it. And Wicked Wallflowers. All of those. All our all podcast friends. Show them love. That's right. So anyway, so I sent that out. And then Jenny's like, well, you want me to just call them? Like, I live real close and I know all of them personally. So I'll just <gasps> call them and tell them to stay late. I'm like, don't call them and tell them to stay late on Valentine's Day so that I can go to a bookstore. Because I'm already figuring out this is going to be awkward once I get there. I'm alone. Like, I don't have a friend with me to squee with. So I'm just going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> alone. <laughs> You can squeeze with the person behind the counter. They work at the Ripped Bodice. It's like Disneyland for romance. I don't know. We'll get there. Okay. So then then Jenny calls and she's like, I don't know the girl that's working, but I did tell her about you. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And she's like, P.S. She told me she has no Valentine's plans. Jenny is so awesome. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, because I didn't want to keep somebody late on their Valentine's Day, especially it's like 8 p.m. Sure, sure, sure. I get there, you guys. It is so, like, that store is not in, like, suburbia Los Angeles. It is in, like, actual Los Angeles. Like, scary Los Angeles. You know, no, I'm going to have don't. to look up the address because you're, you have lived in the boondocks for The too street long. it's on is Venice, and that's one I've heard of. So, <laughs> shut your trap. So, I, like, I had a full-on where do I park panic attack once I got there because it was, like, it was not a Midwestern situation, you guys. Sure, it was sure, a sure. Los Angeles situation. <laughs> I was like, so I parked, and it didn't seem like the best neighborhood, but I'm also very bad at gauging neighborhoods and cities. I have no barometer for what is good or what is bad in a city. Everything seems bad in a city. If there's a lot of lights, I'm, like, high alert. Like, you know, if there's many cars... I'm like, ooh, bad neighborhood. I have no idea. It could be a great neighborhood. See, it's no really clue. funny because I am a true crime nut, but I still... I'm just a crime person. You like, are. everything about me is crime. And You've I still the real can't things. be like, yeah. is this crime? I have no Well, no, but I, I am the opposite. I don't automatically think every neighborhood is bad. I automatically think every neighborhood is great. <laughs> I'm just like, do yeah. you know, here I go, <laughs> living my life, jazz hands. <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm neutral because I just vacillate because I'll be like, oh, it's a grocery store. That's sure. an indicator of a great neighborhood. <laughs> and then I'll see like two guys breaking into a car and I'll be like, hmm, that's an indicator of a bad neighborhood. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll see like a snazzy shop and I'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> that's a great neighborhood. It's just, a, you know, it, and then you get the siren or something. Anyway, I did see two guys breaking into a car, by the way. <laughs> But I was on a mission. That's right. So I park, I go park at like a Trader Joe's that's like 16 miles away, roughly. And so okay. I'm walking. I'm walking. <laughs> You're living your life. Jazz hands. I'm trying, I'm trying to get there. I park, <laughs> I park, I go into the place. I got 10 minutes left and it's, there's n- nary a soul in there. Uh-huh. It's just Amy working oh, the desk Amy. and she's just, it's just her life. This is just her, this is her every day. She's every not day. excited to be at the ripped bodice. I know. She works there every day. So I go in and I'm like, hi. And she's like, hi, welcome to the bodice. Like, I'm not trying. To, I don't want to portray Amy as she like. She gave you great she, customer no, yeah, service. She was incredible. You great customer service. But I just want to be clear that she's not at my level. So I have to come down to her level. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, oh, yeah here no, I am. We're, we're totally here good. Here I am at the ripped bodice. It's totally normal. Um, <laughs> cool. Do you have a bathroom? <laughs> And she's like, yeah, it's back there. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to buy stuff. I'm not like a vagrant. I just really have to pee. And she's like, are you the one that somebody called about? And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, okay. 
<laughs> so then I'm just kind of like roaming the store excitedly, but I'm trying to like be cool because again, I'm alone and it's weird. Man, I would have no chill. All right, let me describe to you the Rift Bodice. Wait, can I tell you my, because it really is the Disneyland of romance, right? The decor in there, right. the staging is insane. Right. Those women right. are artists. Do they have the designer on payroll? I think it's just them. And I think they're amazing. They've got to have, if they don't have a designer, they're incredible. So I, well, the first thing I saw was the bathroom. Right. Let me tell you, the entire walls of the bathroom are post-its of people who have been there and <gasps> have left little messages. Adorable. But let me tell you, it is hard to find the light switch. <laughs> I was already cognizant. <laughs> of the time. Of the time, because I didn't want to be in there too long, because I didn't want her to think I was a drugs, you know? What? And so, like, I just eventually just turned on my phone light. So I'm, like, peeing <laughs> with just the phone light, like a serial killer. <laughs> and so... Oh, are serial killers notorious for peeing with well, the phone flashlights like on? The lighting in there was very, like... <laughs> We're going, like, very, like, Silence of the Lambs flashlight, like, flashlighting around the room. Seems like more Watergate to me, but we're good. We're good. Okay. The paranormal section in the Rift Bodice. Uh-huh. There were, like, branches. Gorgeous. They have the branches and, like, twinkle lights. I haven't seen these pictures that apparently you have seen. No, it was just your selfie that you sent to our group chat. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. I'm going to post all the pictures. I was taking selfies so secretly because I didn't (laughs) want Amy to think I was a loser. This whole experience was like just Amy boredly clicking around on her computer at the front and me trying to hide in various places (laughs) in the ripped bodice and be like, like take little selfies and stuff. It was one of the more losery experiences I think I've ever had. I wish that I was awake so that we could have FaceTimed. (sighs) But I also, it just felt so magical and I went upstairs and they have a whole used book room upstairs and I was like kind of walking around and I saw in there the not the first romance novel I ever read but the Mm. second romance novel I ever read the one that I passed around to all my friends and I was like as you heard of sex books (laughs) they put sex into books and they're all by this one summer child (laughs) and again I thought it was just this one author and so I was just like have you heard of these books by this lady because they are sex books And I kind of teared up. I was like, this is the first romance novel I ever loved right here in the used book room. God, they've got cardboard cutouts in there of uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and Edward Mm -hmm. Cullen. And I mean, it's just it's just a magical, beautiful, positive place. They got postcards. They got candles and shit in there, too. I bought like eight books. Yeah. And I bought a surprise book for myself, Mm -hmm. Valentine's. Did you see it? I did. The, the sticker on it says, it's like the X-Files, but Mulder and Scully bone in season one. And Boom! I was like, That is Aaron Catnip on every level. That was written and placed on the shelf for me. It was. I bought signed books from all of our, our girls, Tessa Dare, Tiffany Rice, yeah. Rebecca Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon? Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon. Yeah. I just like saying her name multiple times because um, it's <laughs> correct. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Gosh, who else? I don't know. A bunch. I bought Man. a bunch of signed books. It was a, it was a great experience. Wow, I'm so and glad you made it. I went to LAX and saw all the worst people in the world are at LAX. All of them. <laughs> we'll talk about that on the Patreon, maybe. Yeah, that'll be because we're 20 minutes in. I'm sorry. But anyway, that's my trip. That's my trip to the ripped bodice. That's it. Wonderful. <gasps> 
Yeah. I'm so glad you got to do that. I cannot wait to do that. I have family in LA. I need to finally go. God I'd damn like it. to go there with a friend so that I can have an equal level of excitement and not yeah. embarrass myself in front of Amy. Well, my sister lives in LA um, and she's a big book reader and she loves bookstores, but I have not, I have not converted her to sex books yet. I don't understand. She is, you know, 18. She's in the prime age to get That's started the right on the age sex books. For sex books. Yeah, I mean, 12 is the right age for sex books, but like 18 All ages are the age too. of sex books. Yeah, that's right. Learn some shit, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all ages are the age for fade to black books, I say. Ugh, no yep. age for fade to black books. No. <sighs> I don't know. Kidding. I don't know. All right. So, are but you today, afraid? but today, but today, but today, guess what we get to do, Aaron? I don't know. What is it? We already previewed it. We get to talk about finally, <laughs> finally, 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 <laughs> finally, 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 um, A Court of Mist and Fury by Sarah oh J. Moss. Sarah top J. Top five. Top five Moss. all time. Yeah. Top all five, time. All time. Love it. All time. I have a few disclaimers. Oh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me. Here are all right. disclaimers. I've, I've got them on notes. Ooh. Hashtag professional in 2019. Jeez. All right. Listen, note number one, disclaimer number one. I preferred Reese and the Night King when he was actually a bad guy. Okay. Yes. I want to say to the listener, Mm. one listener out there. Hello, listener. I recognize that Sarah J. Moss making bad boy Reese into good boy Reese who acts like bad boy Reese and is actually an infallible character who can do no wrong uh-huh. and is actually the best man in the and history just, of time just the sexiest feminist right and he doesn't want to kill tamley doesn't want to uh. kill everybody doesn't chop off heads and throw them around mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. for funsies i mean he doesn't actually do any bad stuff and he's not a bad boy i realize that that is a cop-out i get it <laughs> i understand the device me too but hashtag feminist so, Bay is Bay. <laughs> yeah that worked so fully oh, on me oh, but oh. i just want everyone to know that i'm self-aware yeah that this was a cop-out it was i get what sarah J. moss did here mm-hmm. but i it worked on me and i ate it but up it like all the candy so mm-hmm. well i mean and that's the thing because i'm the same way i would prefer bad guys to stay bad and i still i still think that people can love them right and right. whatever like i need to get more into cressley cole but i think she does that a lot like her bad mm-hmm. guys are just bad and people mm-hmm. loves them mm-hmm. but jesus Reese sand is Ooh. so sexy in his good form as well okay my third disclaimer is this yeah and i am sure that i will talk about it bing boom oh. bong logistic bing with aaron yeah this story makes no fucking sense <laughs> nothing about the night court <laughs> Makes any fucking sense. Hmm. It is one of the more ridiculous and non-logistically sound things I've (laughs) ever read in my life. And I just want to say that I'm self-aware. And again, I ate it up like so much candy and I did not give any shits about it. But I just want everybody to know that I knew when I was reading. I was like, this, I, Sarah. This is not logistically sound, but I was just like, mom, 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 it's so good. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. No, I, I'm going to, I'm sure you're going to talk about it and I'm sure we'll get into it more, but he is the most powerful high lord that has ever been in Everdom. So I really think that's sort of a because witches situation. Like, <laughs> Oh, you just wait. Oh, you just wait, my girl. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that your last disclaimer? You know what? I have two more, but I think I have to wait because they're spoilery. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. My one disclaimer is 
I don't think this is a disclaimer. This is just an opinion. Okay, you're just, <laughs> your disclaimer is you're I'm horny just, for the Night King. Nope, nope. Well, <laughs> you yeah. want him in your night bed. Yep, I want to I wanna run my fingers down the panes of his wings mm. and see him shudder. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's another thing. If wings are so sensitive that wings are like balls, basically, like, <laughs> dude, you're flying with them wings. They're like, in the wind. Yeah, what happens when a bug hits them, you know? Like, bug to the scrot. the wind hits them? You've it, like, you stuck your hand out the window of a car. Whew. Huh. That's, that's a lot of... That's I, you a know lot what? Of... They're different sensations, okay? Uh-huh. uh-huh. They can, yeah. You can become desensitized to some. Sure, 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 sure. And other ones just electrify you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. All right, no, what's your disclaimer? Here's my situation. I think, because remember how we were like, Tamlin's a big dumb dummy yeah. in our coverage of A Court of Thorns and Roses, which I yes. still stand by. He is dumb Again, enough. big dumb dummy dumb dumb. But here's the thing. I actually think that Feyre's vagina makes whoever is with her super dumb. Because Rhysand, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Feyre's vagina. I think she's so distracting and so all-encompassing that they just lose uh-huh. all their brain cells for any logistical situations. Because Tamlin gets smarter throughout the series. He's just as insufferable, if not more. But he gets smarter. That's my disclaimer three. I have oh. written on the thing. Tamlin, not that bad. <laughs> hot take, you guys. Hashtag hot take. <laughs> no, Tamlin's still Remember terrible. Remember we were texting and I said, I have some controversial opinions about this book yep, and yep, hot yep. takes. And then mm-hmm. I said, you know, I love a villain. If somebody switches to be the villain, watch out, my friend. All of a sudden. <laughs> All of a sudden, you get a little bit hotter. Well, okay. So anyway, let's get into it because All I right. really want to hear how Tamlin is not that bad. Because, oh, man. Hashtag Tamlin not that bad in the second book. <laughs> We're really on fire with these hashtags today. <laughs> it's just I noticed that we haven't been being boom bonging lately. So I wanted I to really load it up. All right. All right. We open up. Farah is in absolutely terrible shape. She's got PTSD out the wazoo. It's not doing great. Everybody at the spring court is completely ignoring it. They're just acting like if they don't talk about it, that it'll go away, which is God. not how that works. Oh, no, yeah. She's back in the spring court. She's engaged to Tamlin. <sighs> Big mistake, Farah. Tamlin sucks. Yeah. Don't get engaged to him. Just roll bad. <laughs> roll bad, Farah. <laughs> So she's having crazy nightmares and like, okay, having crazy nightmares and she's in the same bed as Tamlin. I am yes. a heavy sleeper, right? Yeah. So sometimes when Michael gets up, I don't hear him. However, I have never, when he is physically ill, pretended to be asleep so I didn't have to deal with it. And that seems right. to be what Tamlin is doing and like what she ends up doing because that's what he prefers when he has his own PTSD nightmares. Right. And that is fucked up times a million. Oh Let me God. say, okay, the stuff Tamlin does while she's still at the spring court, not okay. None of it, okay. okay. None of it. Cool. None of it. All no, right, so you're I'm not saying... a Tamlin apologist for that time. I, right. I will I will let you guys know, but none of this is okay. He like doesn't even care. She's waking up. She's throwing up. She's completely 100% not okay. And he right. just wants to pretend everything's fine with him and with her, which is yeah. not an appropriate reaction. And she doesn't want to paint anymore, which was one of her core characteristics in book mm-hmm. one and has yeah. been her whole life. And his reaction to this is just buy her more paints and be like, hey, so why don't you do that again? Is it that you don't have enough colors? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I get you a cobalt blue? Would that help? <laughs> what if I got you a traveling paint case? Is oh, it yeah. easier to carry? That was the dumbest shit. You got it, you guys. He's like, one of the problems with the first part of this book is he's not allowing her to travel outside the castle because one of his reactions to his PTSD is he needs to keep her safe. And yeah. he's like so afraid of losing her. Yeah. And so he's not allowing her to leave the castle. She's not painting. She's walking around like a ghost, starving herself, throwing up every night. Right. And then um, he gets her a traveling paint case. And he's like, here you go. She's not traveling, Tamlin. She can't go anywhere. Allow her to travel. Yeah. <laughs> you won't let her, like, get on a horse. What's she happening? The meanest gift I've ever seen. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> yeah, I've like, noticed that you're not traveling and not painting. Right. Um, would you like this traveling paint kit? <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous Tamlin. You seem oh so wayfish that just oh a trip to the garden requires a traveling paint case. <laughs> well, sometimes he won't even let her go to the garden. She has no. to beg him to go to the garden. It's bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. Oh yeah, all he wants her to do is plan weddings and event plan. And I love that she has absolutely no idea or interest in this because that would so be me. I would be like, I don't know anything about silverware, nor do I right. know anything about your entire culture. Culture. Because I and was just born. <laughs> like, but the other thing is, he doesn't even need to say, he doesn't want Feyre to actually event plan this wedding because no. he has Eanth. I am. Which is what I'm calling her. I is. don't care. God damn it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew as soon as I said it that there was going to be a better pronunciation over in New Jersey. What is, what is it? I. <laughs> I am thee. <laughs> I am thee. Uh-huh. What did you do? Read the pronunciation guide in the back of the book? Fuck off. Is there one of those? No, I bought the audiobook. There wasn't the first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> e Anthe. I am I am thee. Okay, the so she's the high priestess of the Shmushma. Oh, and she's like brand new. She's like, hey, y'all, heard that you guys were in prison for 50 years. I've been partying across the ocean, but uns, yeah. uns, I'm back. I'm I heard back. there was I'm a so vacuum righteous. of power yeah. in the Supreme Court. So here, here I, I come. Here are but my boobs. Like every time <laughs> here are my boobs. I got tattoos on my forehead. I'm so cool. <laughs> every time. <laughs> I wish everybody could see Melody's pants. Every time that she every time Favor's like, mm, I like this food or this dress or this shma. I am the uh, I am I am Auntie is like, there's a better thing for you. We're to gonna wear. call her Schmurger from now on. <laughs> Schmurger is like No, that's not a cute dress. You need to be wearing a ball gown full of sparkles, or that's not a great yeah. centerpiece. You need to be blah 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 blah. So it doesn't even matter if Fairy if Fairy did plan this fairy wedding, it wouldn't even matter because Schmurger is gonna go in and do her own thing. Well, and can I just say Sort of a spoiler, you guys. I clocked it from the beginning. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, she's not your friend. That's not your friend. She's an evil witch. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like, Farah is very sort of relieved by her presence at the beginning because it means Mm -hmm. that she can just drift off into her own haze of desperate misery Uh and, like, not notice. But the whole time, Ianthe is just sort of pulling information from her and casually nagging her and controlling all of her decisions and movements. she's the worst mean girl. Yeah. It's real bad. Fair's constantly wearing brightly colored dresses, which just like, huh, is not Farah. Oh, it's Farah? It, 
It's Feyre. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right. So Man, that's Alaska. the pronunciation Coming of that in with name. The pronunciation. Yeah, that's the pronunciation of it, it. So Get it. that's how you say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and they won't let her train to defend herself at all, even Ugh. though she just saved the whole land. Right. And now she's even more powerful because she's got all the she's got all the fairy power now. Yeah. So she doesn't know and, that, but they suspect it, the dicks. Yeah. Spoiler time. Yeah. Tamlin probably fucking knows that she has all this oh. even extra power because mm-hmm. she's got all the spit seeds from the High Lords. That's the Remember one. Remember how they all spit on her? Yeah. And now she's good. She's got all that now. Uh-huh. And Tamlin probably knows that she's got extra super special oh, no. powers. And he's trying to stamp that down. Yeah, he Keep totally it down does. There. Keep it down. Stay in the house. He's yeah. super controlling. And, um, oh, and Lucian. Lucian I could punch right in the nuts. Mm-hmm. Because he's a total Tamlin apologist. He's like, be patient, Feyre. Don't rock the boat, Feyre. He'll get better, Feyre. He's not going to fucking yeah. get better, Lucian. He's not going to get better, Lucian. Just because he gave you a place to stay and he's right? your doesn't mean he's a good dude, Absolutely. Lucian. Just because you have a magical eye doesn't mean you can see into people's souls, Lucian, you dummy. I think he can, but can't No, he, he can't see into people's okay, souls. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. He can just see sorry. through walls and shit. It's like a mad eye moody situation. Not you know what? Lucian deserves what Ugh. he gets, and it's one of those shitty sisters. So <laughs> you know what? Let him just live forever together. Yeah, fair enough. So it's really sad, and I think that a lot of people can relate to it. Like the only thing they have in common is sex and physicality. Right. They're like the only language we can speak in well is physical. So let's just bone mm-hmm. a lot and it'll be fine right Ugh. Nah. oh and the first i don't know i guess 15 percent of the book i think is such a perfect illustration of the slow descent into an unhealthy sort of abusive situation that you make through compromise 100 percent. oof and it's just like i'll move a little bit to the left yeah. I'll move a little bit to the left and then all of a sudden you're like on the edge and you can't do anything about it and suffocating yeah yeah it starts it, yeah. with compromise and then it ends with being completely steamrolled by the relationship. Like, it's uh-huh, just yeah. crazy. So Until, until, until. Oh, man. Because, yeah. do you guys remember? Because Pharaoh made a sexy bargain oh. with the sexy Night King. Did she ever? That she would come be his roommate for a little <clears> bit <throat> every month. Uh-huh. Are we too where the Night King shows up, please? Oh, we totally can be. Yeah. My next note is the wedding arrives. <laughs> yes. Is the wedding the first time she goes down there, though? Yeah. So here's the thing. Oh, okay, okay. So here's what okay. happens. It's been three months since Amarantha's horrifyingness. Not a fucking peep from the night Not game, which is peep. crazy town. Because Tamlin and Lucian were basically like, okay, put up the fortress. Yeah. Make the armies army. And protect from the Night King right. who's going to come take Farah, And she he he never comes for like three months. And he's supposed to come every month. And can I just point out one of my favorite images that I, I didn't actually glom onto until the second read through of this book. Mm-hmm. Every time she's done puking her guts out, she goes and sits by the window because the night sky is the only thing she can find comfort in. Oh my God, I can't. Oh, I can't. Sarah J. Moss. Your subtle romance. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's so beautiful. So the wedding arrives. She's in this yes. this froofy oh my God. tutu. She's in a cupcake a, dress. Oh boy. It's horrible. She wants horrible. she wants to puke her guts out even then. Uh-huh. And oh man, she remembers that not only does she hate the dress, but she went into Tamlin's room. Also, they have separate rooms because he's one of those like weird traditionalist kings. I hate mm-hmm. it. And she walked in 
And he just starts bursting out laughing because of the dress. He hates it too. Ugh. And yet he sides with Ianthe over Pharaoh. Yeah. And it's like, you like should it's a wear, very spring court dress. Yeah, you should wear this horrendous dress that we both hate to the wedding because that bitch who's power grabbing said you should. Like, ugh. Yeah. Schmerger. He's very deferential to Schmerger, <laughs> which one. is what we're calling her. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's not the only name I'm going to have to change for this one. Yeah. Okay. So then Alice, her, one of my favorite like servants from book one, Mm -hmm. comments that she sounds like she's attending her funeral as she helps Mm -hmm. her get ready and walk down the aisle. Uh Okay. So she told them that she couldn't handle no red roses. She said no red roses because let's recall. Right. Because it it reminds her of Arabertha's hair. Arabertha's hair and the fact that she myrtillated those two fairies. Oh, yeah. Youngins. The blood of those fairies she oh, murdered. Oh, man. It's all over her hands. And she's got yeah. terrible... Ugh. So she's like, no red roses. Guilt. And then that's the one. So then as she's <laughs> going down the aisle, it's covered in red rose petals. Uh-huh. The dicks. Because nobody listens to Feyre, even when she no talks. No one cares about Feyre. The tiniest it's bit that awful. she talks. Nobody listens. Yeah. No. Uh, so she stops. She's thinking, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do well, this. I don't want to do this. And it's not like, even because she thinks that Tamlin's bad for her. She thinks that her soul is too black after doing these horrible things. And she's no longer worthy of Tamlin, the controlling dum-dum. Right. Like, lady, therapy. But it's also just like she's hurtling toward a thing that she's not ready for. Oh, yeah. For. Absolutely. Oof. Yeah, she's Oof. on a trajectory she has no control over. Can't. Been there. Uh-huh. Have you ever had that wedding? Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, you have. No one apparated into mine. Well, but that's okay. you also didn't invite anyone, if that's sure, my sure, 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 sure. For this reason. <laughs> yeah. Nobody had the opportunity to stop you, Aaron. No one can be there to talk me out of this. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. It's I remember okay. that it's okay. post. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's you fine. were like, "Hey, I'm married now," and I was like, "Oh." Was like, and then that call a week later, I was like, "I don't think I want to be married." I don't think Melody. I can be married anymore. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> okay, so all of a sudden. <sighs> She starts thinking to herself, help me, save me, help me end this. Like, how do I do this? I have to get out of this. And mm-hmm. Tamlin reaches for her with his taloned hands. He doesn't have talons right now. He doesn't have Just his sometimes talons he out. Does. It's not right now. God, no, it it's not now. He mentally has some talons out. And then... Yeah, we gotta be responsible and oh, professional in telling this story. It's true. And then Ianthe yeah. mm-hmm. Schmerger, she calls out to her. <laughs> it's a better name all around. Yeah, she calls out to her. She calls out to her doesn't use her name she says come bride because that's all she's good for in this Uh, court is just the status symbol the goddamn consolation prize as reese says later he says that she's his trophy trophy for a man who didn't even fight for her (laughs) so (laughs) and then all of a sudden in a puff of blackness that you can't see through in a Oh, I don't know how to make it sound sexier. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's so sexy. Yeah. yeah. Resand comes in. Uh huh. And he's got that smirk on his face, and one eyebrow is probably lifted. And he's like, yeah. Oh, favorite darling. Because he calls her. Favorite darling. <sighs> and um, come with me. Uh huh. I'm the night king. Oh, I'm sorry. My and note Tamlin's is. Very like, oh, wait. Can I? Hold on. 
R appears in a crack of thunder with his violet eyes and his perfectly tailored black coat and the night leaking out of his very aura. That's why. Can I say that in the last book, before I even knew that he was wearing tailored clothes, I was pretty sure that they were tailored within an inch oh. of their life. And now it's always described as tailored they got in this to be. book. That's so, right. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oof. So he says that he's calling in his bargain right now. She's got to go right now. Uh huh. And Tamlin's like, WTF, dude, we're getting married right now. Yeah, this is my wedding. And Rhysand, we're busy. Rhysand says, Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought it was over. Or at least Farah did. <laughs> oh, yikes. And then he apparates her. Nope. I'm sorry. That's a different mythology. I've said apparate like three times already. He, he winnows, winnows her to the night her. court. And she's terrified because she thinks that the night court is going to look exactly like Amarantha's lair. Because let's recall, Arabertha. Because it's supposed to. That's yeah. right. She, she modeled her court after the night court. But she got the wrong one. Yeah. Because... He winnows her into this beautiful house that's brightly lit and it's on this the top of this mountain. She's looking out onto these snow capped mountain ranges and watching the gust of winds and the and the pine trees probably and yet gorgeous. It's just like it's so warm and bright and she's like, What the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, she's mad. Yeah, she's you ruined mad. my wedding. Yeah, you yeah. ruined my wedding. I was supposed to get married today. And he's like, really? Because you didn't think yes. any of those things. You definitely I'm said, a mind reader help me if you forgot. Save me. I need to end this. Yeah. Come get me, Reason. Oh, I'm a Persephone. That's you right. You are a Hades. Oh. Drag me down to the underworld. Take me. The underworld things to me. Do underworld things to me is right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do oh, things boy. to my underworld. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So okay. they're in this great, beautiful house. Yeah. She's like, where's the nightmare place that I have heard about? And he's like, that's my occupation. This is my home. They are two mm-hmm. different things. I am not going to take you to the place where my work job is. Right. Or that would traumatize you to death. Don't do that. Yeah. Please don't. So he, she thinks that he's still gorgeous, but mm. he doesn't have the same appearance of night leaking off him. He almost looks normal. Yeah. With his deep violet eyes. and uh. So he's like, go to your room. Like, there's a room for you. He doesn't say go to your room. That's mm. not how he ever talks to her. That's a Tamlin-ism. No. That is not a recent-ism. <laughs> Right. Sorry, everybody. He's like, there's Go a check room out those for rooms you. I've got for That's you. That's right. Yeah. They're palatial. There's a bathtub that anyone would murder for. Go to your room because of comfort. That's right. So she goes. Well, but first she throws a shoe at him. Yes. yes yeah. She yes. does. Does more walk in at this point no. or no? She just hears her oh, voice okay. off in the distance. So she wings a shoe at him, hits him yeah. right in the back of the head, and he's like, "Shit, uh-huh. bro." Uh, weird. <laughs> and then she wings so another shoe at him. Yeah, and he like uh-huh. blocks that one. And then he he's like, all right, well, I'll see you for breakfast. Uh, mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. And she hears a lady's voice go, ooh, so that went well. <laughs> because more yeah. is the best. So she goes up to her room, and her room I would is murder great. for that bathtub. Murder for it. Me too. <laughs> I would murder for those clothes. Also that. Like, all the night clothes uh-huh. are very, like, silky jasmine They're in the sand glass. What is it? What are those called? hourglass you know when jasmine was trapped in that hourglass and jafar had her yes. and she's wearing like the red uh-huh. sexy silky arabian night sort of get up yep 
that's what it is, you guys. It is. Everything is red, get up, Jasmine, in the night court. Yeah. Anyway, she puts it on. She's like, these is comfy. I really like these clothes. Yeah, I get to wear pants again, thank Christ. Mm-hmm. But she's also like evil night lord. Yeah. I can't believe I'm wearing his clothes. He's evil. How dare he? Get, evil, sexy give me night so lord. Many nice things. very conflicting I mean, for Feyre. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and then the next morning, uh, Nuala and Caridwen come up and help her get ready for breakfast and she's sitting in her bathtub and she feels this like tug on their quote-unquote bond because yeah. they made a they made this bargain and so she's tattooed on her left hand she's got a sexy sexy tattoo uh-huh. so they now have this like tether yeah this kind this of connection this connection yeah. this mind uh-huh. meld situation that's real uh-huh. delicious uh-huh. Uh-huh. um you know what somebody commented that uh like i'm with her you think I'm 100 percent with her. You think that the uh-huh. that mind reading makes less romance? Yeah, I disagree. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I think it's less mystery. I don't get yeah. a single shit. I mostly uh-huh. want to know how they feel about each other, and that, yep, it works. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, I don't know. I have probably a hot take on this one, Ooh. but we have to wait until the end of the book from a hot take. Oh, so balls. All right, cool. So she goes down to this thing and she's like, don't summon me. And he's like, well, you're looking real frail. Mm-hmm. So I really want you to put some food in your body. And I has foods mm-hmm. right here. Yeah. With me. Good for you. Yeah. And you didn't eat shit or fuck yesterday. Right. So now you're going to eat. That's right. And so. Well, not, he, again, he doesn't talk to her he like doesn't, this. You guys, he doesn't. It's very gentle. It's very debonair. It's very suggestive. And just very like, hey, Feyre, I've noticed you need to have breakfast. Please mm-hmm. eat this delicious breakfast. Yeah. Which, I mean, sexier words have never been said. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Can I please feed you this pastry is maybe Ugh. the sexiest sentence. Yeah. <sighs> so she's like, what the fuck do you want from me? And he goes, well, mm-hmm. among other things, I want you to learn to read. Let's start there. Which is crazy because she thinks she's being dragged down there to be his like night sex court slave. sex slave. Yeah. Which like, please. Right? <laughs> yes. Like, best week ever. Best week but ever. Feyre is not into that. Fine. She's fine. not in the right headspace, Erin. Right. Okay? She doesn't want to be a sex slave right now, she's which is still, fine, which is fine. Which she's is fine. still completely brainwashed to think that yeah. Tamlin is the best thing that ever walked the earth and he's so pure hearted right. and he's so bleh. But then Reese is like, I want you to learn to read. How confusing for Feyre. I know. So then she's like, okay, I guess I'll learn to read. So oh man, he makes her write <laughs> sentences. Yeah. Do you have the sentences? Uh, the because first I don't one know is, that I do. You look absolutely delicious today, Farah. <laughs> uh-huh. And she has to write it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to do anything. She doesn't have to do this. He's just requested that she do this. Yeah. And she does want to learn to read. She Yeah, she does can't want read. to. Yeah. Because and she almost it died. Killed her. Right. Yeah. In the second trial, she almost died under the mountain because she doesn't know how to fucking read. Right. Tamlin's not going to teach her to fucking read. He's not going to so. teach her anything. Not if it gives uh-uh. her any more access to freedom. Right. Or information. The fucked heart. Right. Okay. He also wants her to learn how to mind shield so that Daimati, like him, the people who can go into your brain parts, can't read all of her thoughts. Mm-hmm. He's like, you want me to stay out of your head? Fine. Then learn how to mind shield. Yeah. And ba- basically, you just like close your eyes and you imagine some shields and you're like, shoop. Yeah. over your mind mm-hmm. and then you've shielded it you make one of those 300 a, walls yeah you gotta maintain a 360 perimeter shield around wall. your brain space and it seems real easy because all you're doing is you're being like shoop 
but I guess it's real hard. You got to drag those up every time, and it's like, and it, it's exhausting. It is. It's on this pulley system that's so heavy. It's so heavy. It is. Every and then time. you have to like use part of your attention constantly. I would be so bad yeah. at this to keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 100 percent. oh exhausting yeah so she's got to practice that too to keep those demon teas out that's right mm-hmm. that's the one they're sipping on that demon tea <laughs> they know how to get into mines <laughs> sorry they're sipping on that demon tea to make you spill the tea what did you call demonte huh demon tea Dem- what was it demati doom nap it's not gonna happen ever again (laughs) okay so then he takes her up to a tall tall tower which is somehow also sexy and (laughs) (laughs) why are towers so sexy in the night court everything he does is so sexy sexy. and he's like listen war is a coming you thought uh, amethyst chameleon was bad that's not the worst of it She was just. Look at you. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> Join me in not remembering any of the words. Is this the part where he shows her the blank map? Yeah. It's this not is blank. so funny to me. It's pretty blank. Only his court is blank. He's like, listen, Feyre, war is coming. Mm-hmm. The king of Highburn, ah, got that one. Get it. It's coming for everybody. That's right. He's going to murder everyone he wants to destroy the wall and he wants to get your family he wants to eat their livers for just a snack yeah snack on the humans mm-hmm. be the king of all the fairies and stuff and he's like check out this map pharaoh yeah this is gonna really illuminate this for you <laughs> the map is blank um <laughs> no i don't i don't want any of my secrets to be revealed to you because you're a spy from the spring court yeah but check this map this <laughs> blank map this is what's gonna convince you that this is happening. Everything else ridiculous. Everything she else knows has what's stuff everything on else. it. No, she, she kind of doesn't. Perineum. Nope. Perineum. No. Perineum? no. <laughs> That's the new she name does, for it. She does not live on the taint of Fairyland. <laughs> okay. She does kind of. She That's the Spring of. Court. Yeah, it is the spring taint court of is Fairyland. The taint of Fairyland. <laughs> 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 oh, <man>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, only his realm is blank. It is also right. the largest realm because everything about Rhysand is the largest and grandest <laughs> and the most powerfulest. Well, it better be the largest realm because there's like 15 states and cities and shit in there that you got to keep track of there for is. no kind of reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, God, the spring court's just the spring court. It's just a field and a castle. <laughs> the night court's like the court of this and the court of that and the city of this and the schmerschmer of that and the, the sp- mountain where the wing guys live and it's a whole thing. No, that, my friend is uh, an illustration of how little Tamlin will let her in. Fair. Because the spring court is huge. It spans the entire wall on the south. But she literally has, she's only ever been to the castle. Remember how he knocked her out to get from her house up to his house the first time? She's literally oh, never seen melody, any melody, of the spring melody, court. Melody, melody, no, melody. he won't take her Remember anywhere. Remember how... You love that plot point. Well, yeah, because I didn't have to watch that? the traveling. Right. As a so reader, like, I liked isn't it. it. Great how he knocks her out. Yeah, you were all about the don't. As don't, a reader, don't. but not as a Feyre. Sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. 
Okay. As a reader, I don't want to watch you on a four-day trek to some fucking <laughs> castle. Just get to the castle. But as a Feyre, I would be fucking pissed. I'd watch a four-day trek with Reese. Oh, boy. All day, oh, any day. Oh, I would watch a 17-day trek with Reese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm All right. So like, he, sh- <laughs> <laughs> he shows her the map. He shows her the map. It's blank. Right. And she's like, what a beautiful blank map. That's right. Oh, man. It's Incredible. so gorgeous. But then he's like, King of Highburn is coming. I need your help because I think you have a many powers. And I think that you could be a very, very potent weapon against Highburns. We'd like to train you. She's like, first of all, I'm not capable of any kind of greatness anymore. Yeah. My soul is black. So that can't be true. Yeah. My self-esteem is at a zero because of the abusive relationship I'm in. Yeah. Tamlin would never let me train. Yeah. She literally says that. He says, you're not his subject. Or, yeah. yeah, He says, you're no one's subject. Mm. And... He says, you can be a pawn or a prize for a guy who didn't fight for you, or mm. you can be a player mm. in this game. Which one do but you want But she's also to be? like, I don't want to fight for this night court because it's evil and everyone says so. All the other high lords are like, this is the evil one. Don't fall in with them. Yeah. They're going to sweet talk you and then they're mm-hmm. super evil. So she's like, I'm not becoming an agent of the night court. Yeah. So buzz off. Right. So then he goes away for a week and she continues uh-huh. training herself. She doesn't reach out to anybody. She basically just like lives in a, lives as a ghost in the house training. Yeah, and do we get any more sentences? Reading. Oh, all these sentences he makes her write are like, it's like Rissand is the best lover any female could ask for. Rissand <laughs> has the most gorgeous, deep violet eyes. Rissand uh-huh. is the smartest high lord to ever walk yeah, the earth. It's a lot of like what he's the handsomest high lord. Uh-huh. He's the sexiest high lord. So he really good. satisfies women. And she just writes it over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, She's she like, does. this is kind of funny. I kind of <laughs> like this. This is cute. Mm-hmm. And then there's an attack on a temple. Oh, in the night court? Yeah. So she walks in on a conversation with Moore and Reese. Oh, right, 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 right. And right, right. unlike Tamlin and Schmerger, they don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I waited until you took a drink to say that, too. Yeah, you did. I did. I'm so mean. <sighs> See, that was an appropriate spit take. Unlike <laughs> all the spit takes in and playing the role of herself, because oh. those were all... Did you listen to that episode? Yeah, I did listen. Yeah. Have you ever done a spit take because someone was sexy? No. It's the weirdest thing. I anyway, all right, moving on. This I have book. We're doing this book. because someone is sexy, particularly <laughs> Rissand. Okay, fair. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, him and Moore are talking about an attack on a temple. Yeah, and Feyre's like, uh, they're going to stop talking because I'm here. And Reese is mm-hmm. like, keep going, Moore. It's fine. Like, Feyre can whatever. So it's kind of nice. Uh-huh. Because in the spring court, every time anyone's talking business and Favor walks in, they stop. Yeah. Favor can't know. Her woman ears are too delicate. Stupid woman ears. Okay. So when he finally comes back on the last day and asks if she'll work with him, she's like, no, you're my enemy because you're Tamlin's enemy and I'm his subject. And this is when he says that she is no one's subject. Uh-huh. And the actual line is... You can be a pawn, a prize for a guy who sat on his ass for 50 years and then sat on his ass some more while you while you were shredded apart or become someone Prithian will listen to. Become a weapon. Mm. <sighs> mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. But also, we didn't really introduce more, who's a super oh, pretty yeah. blonde lady who hangs out at the night court with Reason. And she's very like, hey, Feyre, you want to be best friends? And Feyre is very like, no. Right. 
So just so you know, that's what happened. Yeah, there. she's Reese's um, cousin. Cousin. Yes. So she goes back to the spring court. She walks in, sees Tamlin in his study. Oh, the study is cousin stuff ripped apart. Cousin yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. this would work for cousin stuff. Yeah, <laughs> totally right. okay. Keep going. Sorry. The study is completely ripped apart. The whole house is ripped apart. There's mm-hmm. a new table because that's Tamlin's reaction to everything is to destroy property. <gasps> Don't do boys to destroy property. Don't do it. They're the worst. So then he like rushes over to her and grabs her and hugs her. But then he holds her at arm's length and is like looking at her all over, like turning mm-hmm. her around to inspect her body. And Mm -hmm. she keeps on saying, I wasn't hurt. Nobody touched me. I'm fine. I'm fine. And he just won't believe her. And he keeps on like looking all over her skin parts. It's real weird. Okay. Here, bing, bong, bong. Yes. Tamlin isn't all that bad. Oh. Here's the first one. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Feyre goes to the night court, comes back, and she's like, Tamlin, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And he won't believe her. That's not on Tamlin. That's on recent drinking demon tea and being mm. able to change everybody's brains around sure if i'm tamlin and i send my partner down to the night court for a week and i'm certain from all the evidence that i've gathered in my experience that that night court guy is evil mm-hmm. because that's all the portrayals of this guy. Okay, but bing, boom, boom. So first of all, that's not true. Tamlin knows a, a metric fuck ton more about Resand than he lets on. And they have a history that is much more complicated than that. But bing, boom, sure. bong, Tamlin is a big dumb dummy. But he doesn't know no, the extent. I have bing, boom, bonged, madam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do it first, yeah. and you're you're and wagging I, your finger at my bing then boom bong. Is that what that is? That's the one. Yep, I cut in. Bing boom bong. Tamlin is a big dumb dummy, can't, and I can't cut in. Not yet. If Christ. he is drinking that demon tea so that he can change everybody's brains around, in what world would he leave marks? Yeah, that's not like smart. Tamlin's dumb, but I'm just dumb saying that fucking like, dummy. <laughs> him not believing her sure. is not. Is not like a, a function of his abusiveness. Him not believing her is like, of course, if he was going to do something to her. Yeah, he would wipe her memory. And also, like, I don't think from Tamlin's perspective and what he knows of Reason, mm-hmm. I really feel like Reason might like leave a clue on her, like one teeny tiny oh, to drive him crazy. Just to fuck with him. Yeah, sure, and sure, sure. I, so I think Tamlin's a little bit legit in this. All right. Moment. Fair enough. All right. But then she's like, the only language we can adequately speak is physical. So I am DTF right now. Let's go upstairs. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. like, actually, we got some questions. Oh, yeah. We got to do a debriefing. We have to do a huge debriefing. Meanwhile, he hasn't asked her a single question in fucking three months since they've mm-hmm. been back. He does not care right. about her mental state. He does not care no. about the thoughts that she has no. or her emotion, like nothing. But Mm-mm. he immediately wants to ask her questions now. So they do yeah, that. Yeah, they're enemies. Yeah. And then he forbids her from training her powers because she asks about that. She's like, hey, so what if I... And they're like, no. He's mentioned that maybe I have like some extra special powers. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. There's nothing special about you, Feyre, except your vagina. Okay. <laughs> And then, oh, my God. And she says, as she, like, leaves, she thinks to herself, he's her high lord. I could bow to him on this one thing. I could do it. You're no one's subject. 
Maybe Resand had altered my mind, shields or no. The thought alone was enough for me to begin feeding Tamlin details once more. Okay, so then the spring court tithe happens. This fucking spring court tithe. This bullshit tithe. I can't pronounce a damn thing right in my life. <laughs> Did you say tithy? It's a, I thought that was a tith. I thought it was a tith. <laughs> Just a little tith. A little tith. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I only know that because it's a religious thing. People give tithes to churches. I guess I've just always in my brain thought it was a tip. I, I think I've never heard it pronounced out yeah, loud yeah. because I know this is a word in the world, but I've always in my brain part said tith. So that's <laughs> no, where I'm at. Fair enough. My um, A good friend of mine thought it was epitome until she was about 15, I think. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody said it out loud and she was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's great yeah okay so the the tithe is everybody in the land has to trek to the castle and give them a bunch of shit whether or not they have shit to give so all of a sudden this water wraith comes up and the water wraith is like the pond is out of fish i don't have any fish to give wait this water wraith by the way Uh uh-huh real gross oh horrifying evil horrifying pointy teeth Black mouth. Scaly, you know, it looks like skin. the kid from the not the ring. What's the other one? The guilt one. The guilt. Nope, that's not the name of it. The I don't know. I don't you do know horror the kid, movies. The little the little horror kid that opens his mouth and it's all black in there. <laughs> no, I don't know. That sounds bad. It's not the guilt. That's She's got the dumbest black, name for like shark eyes, fish eyes. You know, like that. They, that they're only you only see the black part. She's totally naked. She's got really long, stringy hair. You know, it's not a great look, I guess. And everybody's sort of shying away from her. Right. So Feyre obviously has no context for water rates in general. She's just looking at a being who is saying, what? It's the grudge. Oh, the it's grudge. It's called the grudge. The guilt. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Guilt. That makes it sense. It should be called the guilt because that's more be. the plot. Yeah. yeah. The guilt doesn't sound scary at all. <laughs> so... She right, so she's doesn't up have there. any fish to give. And she's saying, please, please, hi, Lord, I don't have anything. And Tamlin's like, no, you have to give me things. Oh, Go God. get things or I kill you. Because that's the that's I the penalty. Have no gift to you, That's all I can think of. Of like, girl, play your drum for him. Yeah, like, right? it'll he be would, okay. No, he would not accept her drum. And well, no, and she doesn't even have a drum, you guys. That's how poor it's this true. lady is. I mean, like, could she <laughs> offer a synchronized swim? She's <laughs> <laughs> like doing a tap dance. Doing like a real squishy, squishy <laughs> tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'd accept that. I would too. <laughs> For my teal. Man, squishiest <laughs> tap dance forever. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. <laughs> squish, squish, squish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's like, you need to go get me things or I murder you because that's how tides mm-hmm. work. And Farah is in like, the spring court. I don't think it works that way in just like Christianity. All right. No, no, right. Totally. That's, that's... anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Farah looks over at him and she's like, we don't need any fucking fish. We have yeah. all the things here. Like we don't. Why? Yeah. Why do we need this bitch's fish? I don't want her fish. Yeah. And he's like, it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. He's like, this is the way my 
oh, this is so gross. He's like, this is the way my father did it. This is the way I'm going to do it. And he looks right. He looks her right in the womb. And he's like, and this is how my son will do it someday. And she's like, (laughs) yeah, full body shudder. Yeah. So she's like, I need a break from all this generosity of our peoples. And she goes and finds the water wraith. And she's like, here, have my jewelry, pay off whatever you need to pay off, and then use the rest to stock your pond again, because this this uh-huh. is some bullshit. And the water yeah. wraith is like, what do you want? And she's and fear's mm-hmm. like, this is not a bargain. This is me. But it's not like, it's not like, what do you want? It's like, ah, <laughs> what do you want? Because she's like a golem. Fair. Okay. Fair. So, yes. so Feyre shirks back a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want anything. This is no, nope, just don't just, touch me. Yeah, right. I don't need your things. It's okay. Here's this jewelry. For fuck's sake, don't put it on because you look real <laughs> creepy. Just take it and go. Oh, can you imagine like a golem with like dangle earrings? Oh, I love it. I can't wait. <laughs> Fabulous. Oh, so, so then she says, My sisters and I are forever in your debt. Thank you. Goodbye. And Farah's like, Okay, also didn't need a debt, but we're cool so she goes back yeah, to the time you do oh, mark yeah, that one you best get ready so then at dinner tamlin yells at her about undermining him and she oh gets my God. real mad uh-huh you know what i thought of what did you think jake and vienna <gasps> undermining that's me. so true <laughs> you're so mean <laughs> i'm done i'm done i can't do this anymore yeah, um, the bachelor, that's a bachelor really gave us a gem. Just Google up Jake and Vienna breakup special. It is one of the best things that's ever been on television. It's also so sad. Oh, Jake Pavelka is the most abusive asshole that's ever been on the Bachelor. One hundred percent. And everybody's all like, "He's a pilot. He's so sweet." And he's no. Not. It's not Vienna's fault just because she's a slut. That's the one. <laughs> didn't like vienna and so like, she's just like sex that's all vienna ever did wrong yeah and that's not she's just kind of trashy and she's from florida and she likes sex there's nothing wrong with any of that that's right it, it is right, wrong to be on. an abusive asshole god damn yes, it yes it is yes all it right. is okay so here's what happens she gets she finally gets really pissed and she sees lucian looking between them because they never have any private dinners it's always like lavish banquets because you know after Mm -hmm. all they have all of their subjects things now after the tithe and and so she accidentally goes into lucian's mind and sees like what he sees at dinner and then she pulls herself back out and realizes that she has burned the table with her hands and then she's like this is bullshit. Yep. She covers up her hand marks, hoping nobody sees it. And she's like, I'm going to bed. Goodbye. I do not regret mm-hmm. giving that water wraith those earrings that I don't like anyway. Right. Oh, yeah, because that was Tamlin's thing. He was like, those earrings were a gift from me. She's like, all this shit is a gift yeah. from you. I came here wearing rags. Right. So wait, I don't own anything yeah. that I own Ugh. because it's all from you. Oof. Mm-hmm. That's the equivalent of like, I made you and I can take all this away. Uh-huh. That was that. Oof. Yeah. Oof. So she goes to his study later because he hasn't gone to bed and he's all apologetic and he has the present we mentioned before. Meanwhile, Mm. up until this point, she's been like, can I please go help the people with you? Can I please like leave the estate? Can I please visit anywhere else? And he's like, no, you can't (sighs) go fucking anywhere. No. And she's like turning to Lucian and Lucian's like, I'm sorry. He's my high lord and he gave me an order. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. 
So it's this travel paint set because he wants her to magically turn into her old self again while not helping her at all. (laughs) Worst present in the history of time. So she says, she gets to a place where she's like, I can't live like this. Right. And she says he's drowning. And then he's like, I'm so sorry, but it's for your protection. And she goes, then you should marry someone who can deal with this. Mm -hmm. And he literally explodes with rage like he doesn't explode but he sends this blast of rage power Uh that shreds everything in its wake and would have i think like misted her they talk about misting later on where like high lord just explodes somebody into blood particles yeah and the only reason she's okay is because she like naturally put up this shield she didn't know she had it was like a a wall of hard air and she didn't know she could do that Right. So she saves herself accidentally, and then he right. he does that thing where after an abuser lashes out, he like mm-hmm. falls at oh, her I'm feet. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's I'm crying. So sorry. He's comfort me. He can't believe he did that to her. He'll be better. Ugh. I'll be Ugh, better. Terrible. I'll be better. And she finally like hugs him because she still doesn't have any words to speak. Mm-hmm. She's so shocked and scared. And then um, he ends up decreasing the guard for a little while which I guess is nice. And that's, mm-hmm. and in her like abused mindset, she's like, oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He's trying. I would love these breadcrumbs. Right. He's doing the thing that I asked him to kind of sort of. Uh-huh. And uh, he still won't treat her like an equal or share any information with her for the next three weeks. But there's right. less guards. There's like two right. as opposed to 12. Oh, progress. Right, right. Okay. So then our favorite cat comes slinking up the walkway mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. he comes to get her and he's outside he, he makes it into their house like outside mm-hmm. her bedroom door she's naked uh-huh. and uh-huh. tamlin's in there and so when she finally comes out because she hears them arguing in the hallway she's got a mm-hmm. she's got a sheet on her and he goes are you short of food here tamlin because she just looks awful again. She's lost right. even more weight after putting a well, tiny bit back on. have not on. stopped. Right. She's the still vomiting every throwing night. Up. Yeah. All of that is still happening. And um, Tamlin's like, I'm going to get you out of this. Well, we don't have to. You don't have to do this. You don't have to suffer this abuse. And meanwhile, I'm like, right. go be abused by Resand. Do all the things because he's not actually <laughs> abusing you. Um, <laughs> that's not what abuse looks like, Farah. So, oh, this was so sad. So she dresses in night court clothes and Reese winnows her mm-hmm. in and she's about to just shuffle off to her bedroom mm-hmm. and sleep more because that's what she's been doing most of the days mm-hmm. is just sleeping. What else is she going to do? I know, right? It's There's so no TV. Awful. She's just stuck in a castle. I know. What do you even do? But then as she turns... Reese, like, with this desperate tone in his voice, he's like, have breakfast with me. Just please. Before you go, please. I melt. I know, right? Sexiest words. Have breakfast with me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah. So he tries one lesson with her. And she's super good because if she's not sleeping, she's been practicing because that's the only thing Mm -hmm. she can do. Yeah, she's been doing her brain shields. Right, right. Now that she doesn't have Ianthe to sit next to while Ianthe plans a wedding. Right. She's just been doing some mind shields. And can we say, Schmerger is yeah. also like all over Tamlin and all over Lucian all oh, the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always talking about how Lucian doesn't want her and she's always making eyes at Lucian. 
She's and always, Tamlin. Yeah, she's always she's really upsetting Tamlin's for Farah because she's like, you're planning my wedding and you're like all over my fiance. So I just wanted to hand well, that and, out no, there. No, and meanwhile, it's not the normal Farah because since her self-esteem is at negative 13, she's like, right. oh man, Ianthe's really making moves on my guy and Ianthe's like so beautiful and they would uh-huh. be so well suited for each other. And she's so yeah. much better than me. And they make so much more sense. Yeah. And my brain's all fucked up. And, you know. Yeah. Ugh. So it's not even that she's like, oi. <laughs> no. Stop no, being she's all not like, my dude. But I just wanted to add that little trait about Schmerger. I know. Schmerger's the worst. So. It's okay. She's going to get it. It's fine. She is. I am not in this book. Not in this book. But guys. she'll get it. She'll get it, you guys. She, Don't worry about it. She does more things to deserve what she's gonna get though in this book. All right. Yeah. So he has business elsewhere and just like leaves a bunch of novels for her, which mm-hmm. hotty toddy, you know? Yeah. He's like, why don't you some books? Yeah, why don't you spend this week relaxing and reading, girl? Yeah. Hey girl. Practicing your newfound literacy. That's right. Hey girl, why don't you just uh treat yourself to some novels? Well, and I'm some gone. Breakfast. And breakfast of books. I'll have bonbons just on tap for you whenever you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Do you want some yeah, truffles? Yeah, yeah. Got mm-hmm. those too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you sound is just oozing night goodness. Okay. <clears throat> so, <laughs> oh, and then when he comes back, he's holding a plate of food. He really is my oh, perfect God, guy, I just, think. Yeah. But also, she's so skinny. She's like a skeletor now. Yeah, so no, he's like trying to cram food down her throat as much as he can he while is. she's there because clearly the spring court does not give any shits about her no. extreme weight loss. Right. And so he is trying to goad her like to get some fire out of her and um, they fight over a book at one point and she mm-hmm. either fires or no, she ice blasts him. It's really good. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, what you got Hello? there? We can Hello, still train the power. Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's like, no, we cannot train because I'm definitely not going to work with you. So there. No. And he's like, Mur. so he takes her back. And he grabs her by the waist as Tamlin's like yeah. standing there on the walkway and he whispers right in her ear parts like so that oh, his God. so that his breath feathers over the sensitive uh-huh. skin of her eardrum. Uh-huh. And he's uh-huh. like, fight it. And then he winnows out of there. Marissa, oh, <laughs> you're so sexy. You're so sexy, even in your feminist God, form. Take notes, slow burn authors. Right? Slow This is a burn. slow burn. This burns so good. It burns. Uh, it burns. A slow burn's gotta burn. It can't just be a puzzle. No puzzles. No minions. No quinoas. Less quinoa. Qui- don't. It's not quinoa's fault. All right. But puzzles and minions <laughs> can take the full four run. <laughs> it will take all of my rage. I'm just saying, fault. if you're going to do a slow burn, do it with breakfast food. Oh, all right? God. You know? <sighs> breakfast so food breakfast. and em- empowering sentences. Literacy. Whispered you know? into your ear. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. All okay, right. Sorry. We're back in sorry, everybody. Whew. Back in spring court. This, ready to get a three parter. I don't know, man. It might. <laughs> I don't know either. I'm we were sorry. only on chapter like twelve of uh, seventy-two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're supposed to get to thirty, and I don't know. Anyway, all right, oh, keep going. Okay. <laughs> so Tamlin's like, get inside, because of course he is. Yeah. He interrogates her, and yeah, there's oh a my whole gosh. other debriefing. Oh my gosh! But wait, the worst. This is the worst line I've ever read in literature, I think, Mm -hmm. because it made me, because it's so good. It Uh made me feel so bad Uh while Uh I was reading it. And like, it's just the brilliance of Sarah J. Maas to to Uh hit me right in my core. It says, 
oh, I, I just retched. It says, protect, protect, protect. I could see the word in his eyes, feel it in every thrust he made into my body that night. Ugh. Ugh. At least, <laughs> at least he didn't feast on her vagina. But you know what? I'm fine. Feast away. At least she's getting an um, orgasm out um, of that. Um, um, I don't yeah, know. I guess. But this protect and the ugh, like, I just, Mm-mm. I just see her like head hitting the headboard as he doesn't care. He just wants yeah. to like own her again. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. It's so gross. Thank you, Sarah J. Maas, for making me feel horrible. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was appropriate in this setting. Yeah. Okay, so now the guards are back. He lost his damn mind while she was in lost night it. court. He's like doubled the guards from before. Mm-hmm. Lucian catches her one day, like morphing her claws accidentally because she's really mad mm-hmm. about something. Right. She's got claws now, just like Tamlin. Yeah. Got some claws because she's getting some traits from every one of the High Lords who spat upon her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then he's like, I'm going to talk to Tamlin. I'm going to try to let him get you to train. And then she overhears mm-hmm. the three of them talking about her future being like, mm-hmm. no, we can't do it. So so it's Lucian, Tamlin, and Schmerger. And Schmerger's mm-hmm. like touching his arm and being like, but what about the danger to her if we do blah, blah, blah? Don't you want mm-hmm. to keep her safe? Mm-hmm. It's just bad. So then... He's leaving the house because there's some kind of movement on the Western front. That is the front where Highburn is, FYI, everybody. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I want to go with what? Nothing. <laughs> just, you seem really proud of yourself. <laughs> I know yeah. wartime fronts. I, and that is the front of the war where the place is. That's true. I also looked at a blank she map. She had like one finger up. Like, yeah, I know maps. That's right. I know directions. Oh, I know wars. <laughs> I know fronts. I was great. know threats, everybody. <laughs> Professionalism in 2019. <laughs> okay. So, oh boy, here's where shit goes down. The book changes right here, and it mm-hmm. is the best. This is it. So, she's like, Tamlin, I go with you. And he's like, you you know go anywhere. And no. she's like, I will, no, but I do, though. You hold my hand, I go, and I hide. I can hide. Mm-hmm. I'll just go somewhere with you and be a, be a help. And he's like, uh-huh. no, 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 you don't go anywhere. So, she's arguing with him. And in his haste to leave, he just shields the whole house. So she walks into a wall, essentially, as she's trying to leave the front door. It's like you're late for platform nine and three quarters. Yes. Kabam. And Lucian looks at her and is like, just just be patient. Like, I'll talk to him again. And then she goes to a window and she's like, oh, my God, I can't get anything out. And Lucian's like, FYI, everybody else can go in and out. But the whole house you can't get out of. And then they Uh both winnow away. And so she flips. She's like, I'm stuck. I'm trapped. It's like the mountain. I can't do anything. She starts screaming. And Uh everybody else watches her just like disappear into this whirlpool of black darkness. And Uh she's screaming. And there's fire. And there's ice. And it's crazy. And she's, oh, man, it is nuts. Um, Also probably water and air. Also those props. (laughs) All of the things, <laughs> all of those elements, all of the times of day, mm-hmm. all of them are coming out of her. That's right. <laughs> and she goes so hot that her ring, her engagement ring melts off her hand in this beautiful, symbolic. Good riddance engagement ring. Goodbye engagement ring. Yes. And then all of a sudden she starts hearing lady voices and then somebody picks her up and she's like, oh my God, I think that's more. 
And Alice this might goes, be a sophomore from yeah, breakfast. That's right. And Alice, her servant, is like, just take care of her. Please take care of just her. Take her away. Yeah. And so Moore fucks off and she's like walking through tunnels and stuff. And Fair is a little bit freaked out because that's that is how you could get back to under the mountain. Mm-hmm. And Moore, she doesn't she doesn't say you're safe. She just keeps Mm-mm. on repeating, you're free, you're free, you're free. And Pitter, Pat. Pitter Pat. Oh, Pitter Pat. Love more. We're never going back to the fucking spring court again. We're out. Never. We're out. We're out. It's You're all night all the time, baby. Oh, God. It's so much nighttime. And boy, are we ready for we it. We're so ready. So then she, more hands her off to Race. And Race is like, go into the night court. So he takes her back to his house and she wakes up probably 18 hours later because she is yeah. so tired. So tired. And um, he's been sitting vigil at her side. And he says that since this isn't part of their bargain, she's under no obligation to go back. But he will take her back at any moment if she says so. Mm, that would be very hard. But it's also, Erin, mm-hmm. it's always yes. about her choice. Hashtag always yes, her choice. She has- so oh. much choices and agency. Oh my god. So sexy. She has so much agency. It's <sighs> so nice. Oh boy. So then he's like, you can stay with me in the house for as long as you like, like forever if you need. Still, FYI, want you to work with me. I want you to try to help me undermine this war that's a coming. Mm-hmm. Help me protect everybody. And he's like, I got to go somewhere. And she's like, take me with you. Right. <laughs> And, and he thinks about it and he tells her that if she goes to this place that he's going, there's no going back. Yeah. She has to shield her mind all the time. She can never, ever tell. She'll always have secrets from the spring court and everybody else mm-hmm. if she goes back there. Like, this is a and thing. it's very trusting because, it like, is. Lisa's just basically being like, please, like, I'll take you if you want me to take you. But, like, please don't tell the spring court about right. the place I'm taking you. It would be really nice because he knows. He knows. Or he should know that she's going back to the spring court and being like here's everything about the night court tamlin so he's like all right from here on out like be cool yes seriously though now you can't tell anybody anything yeah and she's like okay yeah and so then they winnow to valaris oh (laughs) boy everybody valaris is a city inside the night court that's the one inside the court of dreams of the night court which is different than the court of nightmares of the night court listen all right so the nightmare court is his job the court of dreamers the dreams is his family is it not all his job well yeah right right but the but court of mm-hmm. dreams is run by his family here, here's the difference <laughs> the, the leader of the night court the high night court king who by the way i'm pro oh i'm for it oh yeah he's not great at some stuff listen there's the court of the dreams yes where everything's the happy. real court yeah the real mm-hmm. the real court mm-hmm. okay where everything's happy and wonderful and plentiful and great and then yeah. there's the court of the nightmares where everything is shitty and mean and uh hungry and awful but okay? that's how they like it yeah uh-huh. and i don't actually think anybody's oh, hungry i'm sure all the children and the women of the court of fucking nightmares oh, yeah. super duper love it. Yeah. Uh huh. There is that. Yeah. They are yes. quite subjugated, aren't they? Right. So, like, mm-hmm. just take all these and, like, throw America in there. Like, he's going to be a good leader for the real America, oh. but not the not real America. Oh, yeah. And fuck them all. 
And I just don't get it because he, he rescued more out of there because of how they treat women. But he's just cool. He's going to be cool with that. So he's going to do like his facade over on the Court of Nightmares to protect the Court of Dreams. It's like, you're the leader of the whole shebang. Mm. So how about you make the whole shebang good? And if you can glamour all the minds of the blah, blah, blah to not know about the Valaris and the Court mm-hmm. of the Dreams or whatever, why can't you glamour the minds of the blah, blah, blah to not know about the whole damn thing and then just kill all the bad people because you can just, like, blink and miss the whole world reason. Ooh, yeah. So I don't know what the problem here is. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Don't think about it and come at me with this because I'm certain of it. <laughs> I do not understand. The whole function of this whole thing Mm-hmm. is to make sure that he is portrayed on the outside as a bad boy so that we can be sexually attracted to him as a bad man. I mean, it works. And so Hot that Farrah can Hotty, go over to that night court and wear slutty, slutty stuff and Ooh, be yeah. like his, his slut his princess. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Grind it's a up huge, on him. huge, bing, boom, bong logistical nightmare <laughs> that I am okay with for yeah. those two reasons. <laughs> If this whole logistical nightmare exists uh-huh. just for that scene where Farah is a slut with him on the throne, yeah, fine. I'm good. Fine by me. Just for that goddamn fan art that you sent me. Oh, oh my lord. Damn sexy. But I'm just saying, I'm not sitting here and pretending this works logistically. <laughs> and there are other problems as well, but that's just one of them. All right. All right. All Reason. right. Be a better leader. So he takes her to a secret city called Valaris. It has been secret for 5,000 years. Most people outside of Valaris don't even know about it because there needs to be one good place in the court of nightmares, in the night court. This is a totally self-sufficient city. Completely. Full of immortal beings. Okay, Mm -hmm. so one day, and they didn't plan this. It was not planned to be a self-sufficient city. Just in one day, Reese was like, I'm going to cloak this thing. Surprise, you guys are now Mm self-sufficient. Yes. His his ancestors did that. It's been, nobody's known about it for 5,000 years. Oh, okay. He's only 500 years old. Somebody in the, somebody at one time decided, we're going to make you self-sufficient. And fishermen, merchants became farmers. And shmashma, everybody no. who goes out of the place mm-hmm. becomes an internal thing. One hundred percent, that line is in the book. No, that's that only merchants when became farmers. The, only when Arabertha was yeah. under the reign. But but other than that, it's open to trade from other lands. That's how they get their spices and stuff. But the those tradesmen are somehow magicked to not know when they leave. I just can't with this shit. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Okay, we're going to do the tradesmen magic times. But at some point, the city of Valaris becomes known to the world. And we have to pretend, as the reader, that this is a big old fucking crisis to resend in the, the fam. It is. As if he couldn't just glamour all the people that found out, <laughs> re-glamour them, and then it's fine. No, because... he did it once to the whole fucking world. No, but the armies were there... So no 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 don't you <laughs> we're getting ahead Aramantha, of ourselves. Okay, I just I cannot with this city. I cannot. And can you imagine I can. that one day somebody just decides New York City, you know what? We're going to put walls up around it. It's going to be a self-sustaining city and all of you guys are immortal. So if you're a janitor right now, you're a janitor for eternity. <laughs> Fuck you. No. <laughs> no. No, I think people can leave. 
I'm really unclear about the whole. Yeah, exactly. Whole. <laughs> exactly. There, there can be no upward mobility in this city because hmm. everybody's just self-contained and immortal. Well, Think about it. Huh. All right. <clears throat> so there Where is, is their water source coming from. Like I don't. <laughs> they're I right just, on the ocean, and there's a river running through the city. Oh, I don't know. I just don't know. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. So. They are in a townhouse, just a just an unassuming townhouse. Beautiful little townhouse, real cute. cute, real cute. Yeah, cute. So, not a um, palace, you know, not just at all. Just a little house, yeah. yeah. And uh, these big burly dudes come to the door, and and Reese is like, "Hey, I need you to know some things. First of all, you're completely safe here in this house. The only two people who can winnow in and out are me and more. Everybody else mm-hmm. has to be let in by us. So that mm-hmm. does not mean you cannot leave." You're, this city is completely safe. You can go and, and see people and do whatever you want. You are free to go wherever you want. But in this house, you are completely safe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you can either meet the two idiots out there right now or you can go to bed and we can reconvene later. She's like, I'm going to go to bed. Right. And he looks a little bit sad, but... It's fine with it. And then she hears them kicking the shit out of each other as she goes to yeah. bed. They're like, they're, it's really cute. And she talks to her two maids and tries to figure out how the city is the way it is and like how he saved it or whatever. And they're like, mm-hmm. we're not going to tell you that. Yeah. Because she's never heard of this magic city and there's children yeah. laughing in the streets. Right. And as a person who's just come from the spring court, she's like, oh, he told you not to tell me. And they're like, no, uh-huh. it's just his story no. to tell. Yeah. He hasn't told us to not say anything. Because she knows if Aramantha knew about this place that she would have. Oh, she decimated it. Yeah. Yeah. Like she did everything else. So she wakes up and they go walking around Valaris. She is fucking pissed because she's like, the whole world was burning and you Uh just kept this shit nice. Like, how Uh dare you? All these fucking people didn't do a goddamn thing to help. That's bullshit, too. Yeah. And he is like, my people didn't do anything this was my choice. This is all falls on my shoulders. So yes, it does. Do not yes, does, get angry Reese. with them. You have to be angry, get angry with, me with me, and it is gonna... righteous. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And you know what? Feyre's like little. She's rose a little tantrum every time she finds out somebody wasn't under the mountain. Mm-hmm. Like when she finds out that his buddy friends were not under the mountain. When she find like when she's like, mm-hmm, I was under the mountain, and no one. It's like. Farah, you were there for three fucking months. Like, tone it down a little bit for no one else was under the mountain because everybody else was there for 50 years. So, like, just take it down a notch. Yeah, not to mention, why isn't she super pissed at Tamlin for not being under the mountain for 50 right. years? <laughs> God damn exactly. it. 49 and a half years. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What a dick. Because Tamlin was there the whole time she was there. And the whole time she... Because she thinks that her experience there is, like, the most worst. Right, right, Which right. is not necessarily true. No. Everybody else was there a lot longer than you, Sarah, so take it down a notch. I would also say that Claire Better's experience under the mountain was worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Reese fixed it with his magic penis like he fixes everything. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. He yeah, she's fine. She's just I having a beautiful that. dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, so... They walk around and he's like, FYI, we're having dinner with my fam tonight with my like inner circle. They talk about Amryn and how she's the scariest of anybody that anybody's ever met. And Mm -hmm. she thinks to herself, oh, it might actually be nice if Amryn attacked me and it was all just ended. And Reese 
flips and he grabs her face and he's like, don't ever think that. Don't ever, ever think that you were worth so much grabbing that. that I was cool oh, with it. Oh, I was mm-hmm. into it. And then yeah. she accidentally goes into his mind parts and sees herself through his eyes. And she's like, oh, God, I am mm-hmm. gaunt and yeah. I am all cheekbone. And I'm so like my skin is so sallow. Like, how did this happen? Right. So then he's like, how did you do that? She's like, I don't fucking know. Like, I've only done it once before dilution. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> he's like, you did it once before dilution? Yeah. And he's like, oh, God, you had to go into Lucian's mind? That sounds terrible. Ugh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when Reese is catty. Yeah, I love it when too. he's like, oh, God, those spring court Gryffindors, Ugh. am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Spring court Gryffindors. Blah. You're so right. <laughs> oh, gosh, didn't you see my conversation? with jenny no i was in the co- i was like i was just like you guys i'm just loving this book i'm in the i'm in the uh the facebook group and i'm just like yeah. i just love this echo maps it's just great mm-hmm. and we were and jenny was just like oh god i love the night court we were kind of going uh-huh. back and forth and i was like you know what it is it's that these slytherins get shit done yeah they do the things that need to be done that's right am i gonna be i'm gonna be a sex slave for 50 years if that's what it takes that's right to get shit done Mm -hmm. tamlin won't do anything to get shit done and it's like here in the night court these slytherins are living their best lives and they're the heroes and it's the it's the gryffindors over in the spring court that are just like (laughs) we can't do one wrong thing Or else it'll compromise our integrity, so we'll just sit here on our hands and... (laughs) And I love it. And I'm sorry, Gryffindors. I just liked that for once in the world, it was just like... got a good rap. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're living their best lives down there in Slytherin land. They are. In in every way. All right. So a bunch of things happen all at once. They go to dinner. They meet the fam. We find out a metric fuck ton about their backstories, which you should read. Yeah, I'm like, you told me to pick up the notes in chapter 16, madam. So, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah here yeah. we are. Look at my notes. I have Ooh, them written on a notepad. Hashtag professionalism That's in right. 2019. All right, so the two guys that were at the door that were doing the brawling, they are Cassian and Azrael, and they have wings. That's right. And they are... They're Illyrians. Illyrians. Thank uh-huh. you, Melody. I love how you rushed to get that word out before <laughs> oh, I tried it. I didn't even mean to, but yeah. You're like, they're Illyrians. <laughs> before I was like, and they are Illyrians. <laughs> so, Feyre... So, basically, Reese is like, we're going to go to dinner with my family. So, Feyre puts on a big slinky sparkle gown and does up her hair in a yeah. bunch of swirls and diamonds Ooh. and stuff. And because she t- wants to no, no, yeah, impress no, no. the fam. That's right. And then he's going to fly her up there. He and she's like, don't, her. don't fuck up my hair, Reese. Yeah, Because I took like, a long time doing my hair. Well, and he's like, yeah, I got it. Did. Yeah, the servants did, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I got this. I will keep you safe in my chest. And, like, and also in my chest. wings. He, he like, and, pulls her, his wings around her. Which is like, ridiculous because also he's flying, so I don't understand how I don't get that. No, they're but standing. Else? They're standing there. He's trying to talk her into right, but then he flies her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, was just oh, sorry. Oh, oh. I was spending way oh, more speeding. time 
with the hugging of the wing and the oh, yeah. hand on her yeah. on her mm-hmm. waist and the pulling her in. And then the yeah. moment when she's like, oh, God, I feel very confined. His wings shoot back, but he still mm-hmm. like holds on to her waist parts. Uh-huh. And there's a lot yeah, of yeah. touching and a lot of... And she snuggles right into his mm-hmm. nook and they fly over the beautiful city of Alaris and the yeah. lights and the night sky. It's beautiful. And oh. she's like, don't fuck up my hair. And he doesn't. Right. She's great. That's a good trait in a man. Yeah, so she is. gets there. She's super duper formal. She's wearing a big fancy glitter dress. She walks in. Wait, everybody wait, wait. else. What? But their their conversation on the on the patio. Where That's he's not like, yet, is it? No, you I, tell me. I don't know. Maybe I miss this. So go, he, go, go. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you some things. And I just want you to tell me one. And so he's like, I'm thinking oh, about this how... is before the chapter starts. This is still you. This is still Melody time. Oh, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm go, sorry. Go, go, go. So he's like, I'm thinking about how Valaris, I never thought I'd Uh see it again. And I'm thinking about how I did all the things, but it was worth it. And I'm thinking about all these things. And then she, she just rattles off this list of things that's like, I'm thinking that I was a really lonely, sad person. And I fell in love with the first thing that gave me any kind of safety Mm. and warmth. Mm. I'm thinking Mm. that I can't believe I was allowed, I allowed him to show me so little of the spring court. I can't mm-hmm. believe that, like, I allowed myself to be a pet, basically. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that, you know, he didn't necessarily mean to, but, like, but our dynamic worked before I became whatever the fuck I am now because right. I can't be confined like that anymore. It's just so uh-huh. gorgeous. And he's like, wow, that was five things. So I guess I owe you two now, but we got to go inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's two big giant Illyrians back there and uh-huh. wants to meet you. Right. So these two guys are big giant Illyrians. So she walks in, they are cash. They're all wearing jeans and t-shirts. This That's is not right. a formal dinner. But she thinks because in the spring court, every dinner is a big formal oh, banquet. Yeah. That this she was expected to wear like a super pretty dress. Can I just say so, that they must waste so much fucking food in the spring court and then they well, force they have it their subjects they, to tithe at them? How dare they? Yeah, that's the thing. They have all the fish in the world because they got that teal. That's right. Um, okay. <laughs> so she finds out. So Cassian, these guys are Illyrians. They're big old dudes with wings. They yeah. live in a different place in the night court, which sure, fine. Which, like, Reese kind of rules, but, like, also doesn't kind of. And there's, like, warlords. It's a yeah. whole other place mm-hmm. that he just kind of, like, lets be its own. Um, where they don't treat ladies very great. And they're, He's like, not good. On that. Yeah, kind of. But kind like also of. he's been a little again, distracted. Can control the minds of everyone in the world <laughs> and turn anyone into mist at any given time. Fair. Let's just never forget that about Reason when he can't do stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've written they got wings with a Z. <laughs> um so these guys are both bastards. Yeah. Cass is the bastard son of a warlord up in the mountain wing camp. Yeah, and, and a laundress. And a laundress. Mm-hmm. And Azriel is the bastard son of a lord mm-hmm. um, who they kept uh, locked oh, in a prison until he was like 11 or 10 or, or whatever. Something. Yeah, and they found out that he is a shadow singer. Never oh, also, truly explained. Can I just say yes. that when I was reading this, I definitely kept on saying in my brain, shadow slinger. Ooh, slinging yeah, on shadows. Slinging them. <laughs> imagine like, like, a, like a really dark uh, um, Spider-Man going, 
slinging shadows, slinging. <laughs> you need some shadows. You of Spider Man. It, it reminded me of Nicki Minaj. She's like, he slings cocaine. And I'm like, he slings shadows. All right, okay. Um, so they're so Cassian is the. They're both hunky, great Super hunky. Cassian hunky guys, has hair down to his. Uh, Shoulders, shoulders. Really He's like. very beefy. Beefy. Um, yeah. Azrael has scars all over his hands, swirly ones. Um, those are caused by his brothers because they got jealous of him. Well, his half brothers or whatever, the Lord's full sons, yeah, because they got jealous of him because he had shadow slinger powers. And so Cassian controls the armies for the Night Court. Azrael is the spy master, mm-hmm. also never quite, I don't know, he's just shady. He's real shady and, like, slinky. He's a shadow slinger. Feyre casts some shade at both of them for not being under the mountain, which, again, Feyre, um, you weren't there all that long either. <laughs> More slinks in. She's all formal. Oh, she's, she's wearing... beautiful. This Ooh. red chiffon number probably yeah, got some she's cutouts, got... you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. All the way, like, the, the V is all oh. the way down to her belly button. It's, I'm she sorry, looks pelvic great. bone. Down to her pelvic bone. Like yeah, that. she's <laughs> night court fab. Whew. And so that makes Farrah feel a little bit better because she's, like, overdressed. Then Amryn comes in. Amryn. All right, this is Amryn. She's tiny. She's got she's black hair. Girl. She's got a cute little bob. Uh-huh. And she is fucking terrifying. She's got, her like, eyeballs, lightning eyes are silver lightning eyeballs. Yeah. And Feyre says she look she looks like a high fae, but it's very clear that she's some kind of dragon monster That's on the, the inside. One. That's mm-hmm. right. It's just caged yeah. dragon monster and she just emits this scary power. Yeah. She slings and scary power. That's what she does. Slings scary powers. <laughs> Um, and then Farah's like her whole body is like run run yeah, run go, because go. like she's a monster. Yeah. Reeson gives her a nice little brooch and yeah. is like, "Here you go, Amran. Here's a brooch." And Amran's like, "Oh, thank you for the brooch." And Reeson's like, "It suits you." And she's like, "Everything does." Yep. I'm so beautiful. So Amran is his second. Moore is his like party planner. This is and third. This Shut is the your fan. mouth. She's his third. How dare I'm sorry. You? Okay, she's his third. And at some point, they was like, what's a third? And she's like, well, I manage, like, the affairs of, like, the city and, like, also, like, the courts and, like, who's doing what in the blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, she does all the non And then when they talk cool about stuff. wars, mm-hmm. she's like, so what does Moore do in the battles? And and he's like, Moore's the one I bring in if, like, everything else fails because Moore has got some powers. Sure. Sure, they call her the Morrigan. Yeah, which she knows her truths. full name is the Morrigan, and I really want to be called the Arrigan. And I don't know if anyone's ever going to do it, but the that's Arrigan? what I'm thinking. The Arrigan. <laughs> <laughs> just think of it. Think of this instead of melody. People call you the melody. <laughs> the <laughs> melody. Wouldn't that be so much better than mm-hmm. just being melody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to say again, all these guys have like military responsibilities and she's like the morale officer and oh. it bothered me 100%. That is 100% what's up. That's I'm not, sorry. That she was not my interpretation. at soldiering, but up until the war, she's just doing like court well, stuff. No, 100%. is more political and advisor, advisory yeah, role. Yeah, she's the other girl. Okay, put your I'm sorry. shit away. I'm sorry. Ugh. It's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, whatever. All you have to say is put it away because there's no, no other argument. Okay. No. So we find out a bunch about their history. Yeah, their backgrounds are a lot. Um, Everybody's so, just real sad. God, do we need to talk about all this? Is it necessary? I actually don't think so. 
So, okay, all these, all these guys and more, they all met at the camp with the wings and the warlords, and they all trained together. Basically, they're all real unfortunate. Yeah. And they hated each other at first, and then they kind of all took care of each other. Yeah. And, then and they, in the process, more fucked Cassian. <laughs> right? At some point. So, yeah. Yeah. To get out and, of some trouble. And we find, yeah, we find out a lot about Moore's experience, which is horrendous. Horrible. But well, yeah, so they have this whole dinner and she's like, all right, you know what? I am going to work with you, actually. She also tells mm-hmm. them about her background in the mortal land and her her stupid sisters. And... <laughs> all the times that she was hungry and cold and her sisters were just fucking fine yeah and then yeah so then then they decide that they have to go and talk to somebody called the bone carver because he knows things well they figure out that the king of highburn is trying to bring back a guy named jurian yes human guy at least they think so from the dead. And he's right. the guy that Aerobertha had his yep. eyeball on her ring the right. entire time. And his soul was encased in the eyeball that was on her ring. He yeah. has a whole backstory that I don't know that we... I don't know that it's necessary. No, it's I don't not know. necessary. He's a but he's a guy from the war before. The Highburn is trying to resurrect he's him. He's a human. Yeah. It makes zero sense that Highburn needs to resurrect him for the war. But that's what's happening. So they think that if they go talk to the bone carver in the prison, he's a monster that's in a prison, they might be able to figure out why they're trying to resurrect. Well, and Jeremy. how. Yeah. And also how. So they go to the prison and um, Amor, uh, Amrin has given, um, uh, they, they sort of have a false start at the prison because she can't think about going underground anymore. She thinks she'll mm-hmm. get trapped. So Amrin gives her this amulet and is like, you better fucking give it back because it's the only thing that got me out of that prison. So I they know go, you're trying to hurry, but mm. there's important stuff here. Oh, yeah. One thing is that he flies her out. I don't know. They're talking at some point about, like, their bond. They're flying. I guess they're flying yeah. back from the House of Wind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're flying, mm-hmm. They got to go home. They're yep. flying back. They're talking about the stars. They're, they're going they're to their unassuming flirts. townhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he tells her that when Amarantha took power... She tricked him into losing all his power. All the High Lords lost all their power because they accidentally drank a wine. And that he shielded... He made every person in all of Perineum (laughs) forget (laughs) about the city of Valaris with the scrap of power that he had left. Only the people in the Night Court. Sure. Whatevs. So, Amarantha... Imagine his power as a bowl of brownie batter, okay? Oh, brownie batter. I always am up for a bowl of brownie batter. Except in the sheets. Pours all (laughs) the brownie batter into the thing. Then she takes a spoon, licks all the brownie batter. And then you can't get it all, guys. You can't get it all. You can't get it all. So he's got, he's just got like a little bit of brownie batter stuck to the sides. Uh With that amount of brownie batter, he secrets that city. No. From every mind in the night court. Here's the thing. I uh, or interpreted it differently because um, mm-hmm. it was part of uh, it was part because of, it couldn't make sense any other way. Listen, yeah. So it's two parts. One, he has that that little bit of brownie batter left on the spoon, but also yeah. 
as she was pouring the brownie batter, he's mm-hmm. using whatever power is still in the bowl. Like he talks about this period of time sure. before okay. Okay. her um her situation like fully takes effect. And in those mm-hmm. seconds, he like sends mess- mental messages out to his family and he's like, You gotta stay in Valaris. Shit's going down. Things are really bad. He's shielding. He's he's frantically like doing sure. all these things yep. as yep. she's pouring the brownie batter. And then he had more leftover on the spoon because let's recall he has the biggest spoon of all the high lords want brownies (laughs) want want recent brownies give me your brownies brownies. okay anyway (laughs) i shouldn't have made this analogy so it was too delicious it could have been anything that you pour out of a bowl why did i do that (laughs) um but here's the thing fine i accept your i accept your thing yeah however can we all agree that now he has a full fucking bowl of brownie batter? <laughs> he does. <laughs> and people found out about the city at some point in this book. He tells them. Yeah. Because he can't do anything. Because it's like, okay, armies have invaded the city. I guess they know about the city now. And he's like, oh, guess I gotta tell everybody about the city. No, no, no. no. He tells the queen. You have all your brownie batter. No, he tells the queen. brownie batter. We are getting ahead of ourselves, but oh, he voluntarily just, tells the queens about Valaris so that they will <sighs> help work with, well, the, they will work with but him. He could still keep this secret from all the people that are gonna attack it. No, because. Could he not? No, because she, the queens told them. I just want to say again, he can control the minds of everyone in the world. Right, but There's remember, no amount of gossip no. that he mm-hmm. can't stop. No, so we find out at the Bone Carver when we skip there that not only no, we're is not there, there yet. No, I know, but I'm just okay. saying I have to say this one thing in order to explain because we're we're having a side conversation and the listener is going to get lost. All right, listener. Oh we find out at the bone carver. God, this is just me and you, bitch. Let's Stop just do it. this. They left a long time ago. We're an hour and fifty-four minutes into this magical fairy book. Stop it. So um, no sex has happened. Yeah, but so much romance has happened. So not only is there a is there the cauldron? The king of Hybern is getting the cauldron that originally made the whole world, so that he can do all the things with the whatever. Mm-hmm. But the way to take down the cauldron is this thing called the book of breathings. And mm-hmm. the fairies have one half and the mortals mm-hmm. have the other half. Now, mm-hmm. if you recall fucking Aaron, mm-hmm. once, I'm sorry, it's the, the, Ar- the fucking Aaron Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, shoom, shoom, party planning. That's me. <laughs> so, the, the queens, when they first got their half of the book, they spelled it so that if you use any magics or if you use any trickery or anything like that, it self-destructs. So after he tells them in good faith about Valaris, he cannot control their mind because if he controls their mind, then the book will self-destruct. Bitch, I'm not talking about the queens. I'm talking about everybody else. I don't know. I don't know how he would do that. Full body brownie batter or not. Brownie batter power. (laughs) Okay. All right. So Figaro has a nightmare the night before. So they decide they're going to go to this prison, talk to the bone cover. Feyre has a nightmare. Yeah, she does. And it is a sexy one. Well, you get sexy. She has a nightmare about, like, probably the adder's claws or, like, stabbing those fairies or whatever. She has a lot of nightmares. Uh And then she wakes up to not a guy that's pretending to sleep. Nope. So that he doesn't know about her nightmares. Nope. A guy who is fully engaged and probably engorged. Oh. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) And not fully clothed, may I say. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. shaking her awake, saying, Farah, Farah, get up. And then he, like, she has to go throw up, and he, like, holds yeah. her hair and, like, strokes her hair. back. And it's so He's nice. He's talking her through it. And the whole time this is happening, like, her hands are burning. She burns the sheets, and she yeah. burns the porcelain on the toilet when she's throwing up. Um, it's just beautiful i can't remember if this is the time where he's kneeling and she sees his tattoos no, i don't that's remember when he no has it's not a nightmare. oh god the nightmares are so sexy i know but anyway uh, he's just so kind and, and then wonderful she wakes and comforting up to her and he has tucked her back into bed oh god it's so good oh so now they're going to the prison amarin yeah. gives her a necklace Amrin right. was once a monster who was imprisoned in the prison. Somehow yeah. Amrin got out of that prison. Yep. She's the only one who ever has. And That's she right. gives Feyre a necklace. Amrin likes to hoard jewelry, much like a dragon. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of her giving away a necklace is a huge deal. Nutter butters. But she really likes Feyre because she and Feyre, to her knowledge, except there's another one, so I don't whatever are the only two fairies that were made and not born they were mm-hmm. something else and now they're fairies there's another one out there don't worry about it amarin yeah. likes this one so she <laughs> gives her the necklace and says this necklace got me out of the mountain of the the prison so you take it in case you get stuck there because yeah. Fair is very nervous about going to the prison because it's going to feel like under the mountain which it does so they go to the prison yeah and um he's like the bone carver appears to everyone differently so yes. just be prepared we're not going to be seeing the same thing and uh, so she, she walks is, in yeah so and he's okay. a little boy first he's the cutest little boy with violet eyes and dark hair like we're not gonna fucking figure that out sarah <laughs> anyway <laughs> i love you sarah moss but come on that's not a mystery okay <laughs> Like at the end of the last book, they're like, and the bone carver was appeared to her as their son all along. And it's uh-huh. like, yeah, I've known that for roughly 1500 pages. <laughs> anyway, so they give the bone, you have to give the bone carver a bone. And so it has to be a notorious bone. bone. Yes. They yeah. give the bone the one that she killed. The They give the bone carver the bone that she killed the worm with. Worm yeah, spelled the, with a Y. Good worm. Worm. <laughs> worm. Worm. <laughs> Which is a close cousin to worms. <laughs> yeah. And a close cousin to worm. But it's not a worm. It's a worm. It's a worm. Because it's got a Y instead That's of an O. Because it's a fantasy book. That's um, right. <laughs> so. Oh, man. We find out some shit. And it is romantical shit. It is <laughs> tragically romantical. Oh, okay. man. Um, let me find it. The bone carver wants to know about her death. He wants to know what she saw. Well, he wants so, to know. What, yeah. So what they're doing is a question for a question. Yeah. He likes gossip. The bone carver likes to know things about people and like what's in their minds. And even though he's kind of omnipotent, he doesn't know like the juicy details of the things. Well, and that's we what find he wants out to know. That he sort of wants to figure out how to fuck off this plane because they mm-hmm. think he's trapped here and, yeah, and he can't so, die. So he wants to figure out like how maybe to die. Yeah. So he's trying to figure out about death. So he's asking Feyre about how she died in the last book. And then Feyre and Reason are asking him questions about, like, yeah. what's up with Jurian? Can you, like, bring somebody back to life and that kind of thing? Right. So whew. so he's asking her questions about death. And oh, him, man. Yes, please. If I read too much, you just let me know. I don't think it's possible. I heard the crack. I said, Reese's head whipped down oh. toward me. I heard the crack when she broke my neck. It was in my ears, but also in my skull. I was gone before I felt anything more than the first lash of pain. 
the bone carver's violet eyes seemed to grow brighter. And then it was dark, a different sort of dark than this place. But there was a thread, I said, a tether. And I yanked on it, and suddenly I could see, not through my eyes, but his, I said, inclining my eye, inclining my head toward Reese. Oh. I uncurled the fingers of my tattooed hand, and I knew I was dead, and this tiny scrap of spirit was all that was left of me, clinging to the thread of our bargain. But was there anyone there? This is the bone cover. Were you seeing anything beyond? And she said, there was only that bond and the darkness. Oh. Reason's face had gone pale, his mouth a tight line. And when I was made anew, I said, I followed that bond back to me. I knew that home was on the other end of it. <laughs> there was light then, like swimming up through sparkling wine. Were you afraid? All I wanted was to return to, oh. to the people around me. I wanted it badly enough that I didn't have room for fear. The worst had happened and the darkness was calm and quiet. It did not seem like a bad thing to fade into, but I wanted to go home. home. So I followed that bond home. Oh, God. Her bond with Reese, you guys. It's home. It brought her home. It's it home is and home. it brought her home. And oh. she, like, pulled on it and then she could see the whiteness. And he answered... Oh, yeah, yeah. oh my god and uh reese just plays it cool which i wouldn't have been able to play it cool i would have been like i'm your home i'm just crying like, yeah love me <laughs> right why don't you love me more <laughs> i've been waiting so long for you to figure out that i am home <laughs> yeah, i'm home um so oh my god. uh he ends up telling them, like, hey, listen, there's two different ways to bring people back from death. The thing that happened to you, Pharaoh, where everybody gets together and spits on somebody. And there's also <laughs> And you a have to have, like, a whole body. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can't but do that with just an eyeball. The cauldron, which right. everybody uses cauldron in place of, like, God, oh, oh my cauldron. Oh, yeah. cauldron me, or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know why it's a fucking surprise to everybody that there's a cauldron, but apparently it is. So... <laughs> Bone Carver's like, there's a cauldron, and everybody's like, oh, a cauldron? My cauldron? I can't cauldron believe that there no. is. Um, everybody's like, hold on, I thought that was a metaphor. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. But he's like, okay, cauldron exists. Cauldron had its feet lopped off, chiseled off of it, and they put them in all the temples, and everybody's like, click, all the temples have been raided yeah. recently. Also, the there cauldron. are two there's a book and the book can nullify the cauldron's power so that yeah. nobody can make a jurian out of it. And the book's in two pieces, <laughs> and one of them's with the human queens, and the other one's in the summer court that's somewhere. Right. You don't know. Um, but it belongs to the high lord. The one that's in the summer court belongs to all the high lords. And Feyre, I think you have, like, a tracking device in your brain parts now where you can, like, recognize when something belongs to the high lords. Because, also, well, Feyre, and it's... Um it's connected to the summer... It's connected to, like, summer's power in particular. Yeah, summer, summertime. Yeah. But you have some power from summer, summertime, so yeah, you, you probably do. can, like, track it like a dog. And then also, like, you're part human, so, like, that may help you with the human stuff. And, and also, you were made, and the only thing that can read the Book of Breathings is something that was made, not something that was born. Right. So, right, 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 you, right, can, right. you can cast the spell from the Book of Breathings. Mm -hmm. And also, the King of Highburn already has the cauldron. Yes. And, oh, and the cauldron can take down the wall. Mm -hmm. So, these are all the things that are afoot. Now, uh -huh. they have to try to find the Book of Breathings. They also have to 
see how to get into Highburn so that they can maybe steal the cauldron and or destroy the cauldron. Can I read some more things? Oh, please. Okay, so she just offers some more stuff to him without anything back yeah. and reasons like, Urgh. Well, she does that because she knows that he has more information. Right. So she yeah. says, I offered up another shattered piece of me. Oh. When Amarantha made me kill those two fairies, if the third hadn't been Tamlin, I would have put the dagger in my own heart in the end. Reese went still. I knew there was no coming back from what I'd done. I said, wondering if the blue flame in the carver's eyes might be my ruined soul. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, might burn my ruined soul to ash. And I liked my sentence better, but I read <laughs> incorrectly. Um, and once I broke their curse, once I knew that I had saved them, I just wanted enough time to turn that dagger on myself. I only decided I wanted to live when she killed me. And I knew that I had not finished whatever I had been born to do. I it's dared to glance at Reese. You're you were born to do Rizand. <laughs> <laughs> there was something like devastation in his beautiful oh. face, and it was gone in a blink. <laughs> God. Yeah. Oh so gosh. there you go. Wow. Wow. So yeah. now they've got to go. Basically, they got to go talk to the queens of the human times, mm-hmm. and they've got to also go to the summer court and get those books together. That's yep. I mean, do you want to keep going or what do you want to do here? No, I think we gotta I think we gotta be done for today, but we will pick up here when mm-hmm. we will pick up next week at The Weaver. Ooh. Kind of. I mean some stuff happens before then, but we'll yeah, go yeah, to yeah. the Weaver. Yeah. Yeah. The Weaver. The Weaver of the Wood. She's so gross, you guys. She's, She's like, so gross too. So gross. Like yeah. blech, like I can't believe anyone that hangs out with her. She's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> you guys like her roof is literally made of hair yeah yeah her chimney is lined with boiled fat so yeah she's like disgusting like she yeah. doesn't have like any teeth like i don't know why anyone hangs out with the weaver anymore Ugh. nobody nobody hangs out with her all right aaron yes what is your lady love for today god honestly to be completely honest with you, and I know I've done this 16 times, this season of The Magicians is so fucking good. <laughs> and this last episode was so fucking good. And you guys aren't going to hear this for like three weeks, but man, this one, so good. It was so good. So if you're not watching that show, watch it. I will also throw out a little, a little other one that I've only seen like the first half of it. But so Cole told me while we were having lunch, he's like, he's a movie person. He's, he's seen every movie okay. and i know everybody's like kind of a movie person so when you hear that you're like oh god every like people are like oh i like movies it's like being like oh i like brunch you know like everybody likes movies fine right but he's seen every movie and then he and remembers like, them which is my problem uh-huh. and all the actors in them Ugh. yeah and i used to be like this but i'm i'm less i have less brain space i think sure he recently saw a movie called little italy that's available on amazon prime it may be the worst movie ever made. Um, what? It's very similar to Christmas Wedding Planner. So if you're in the mood for a Hayden Christensen, Emma Roberts romantic comedy yes, about two rival pizzerias in Little Italy, comma, Toronto. No! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Google that one up because it's free on Amazon Prime and it is strikingly bad like, wow that's really exciting. incredibly bad little italy all right done so i'll bring some joy into your life done yeah done. just the trailer guys if you just have only have time for the trailer it's rough all right fair enough okay yeah what's yours what do you got mine 
I have quite a few. I'm going to do a lighthearted one and then a real one, if that's okay, okay with you. Yeah. Okay. So the lighthearted one is Big Mouth Season 2, you guys. And they just did yeah. the Valentine's Day special that was de friggin licious But, man, they had this whole um, they had this whole Planned Parenthood episode this season. They're really they're really doing some excellent work mm-hmm. over on Netflix with Big Mouth. And what a delight. Now, I love a show that makes me think, cackle, and full body shudder. Mm-hmm. And all of those things happen with Big Mouth because it is just, it can be so gross and inappropriate. Yeah. So you really need to have that kind of humor. But I think you listen to us, so you should be fairly okay. Yeah. Um, and then my real one is... I just saw a meme online and it's just been like, it's just been stuck in my head. It's been this little empowering kind of seed that's just been planted there. You know, because last week mm-hmm. I talked about how I'm, how I'm like, you know, not not doing the best. And it's this quotation where I, I can't find the provenance. But my version is we're all a little broken and that's how the light gets in. And yeah, it's just stuck with me because I'm feeling a little broken. But mm-hmm. I feel like there's always a place to grow from there, you know, whether it's like you're feeling like a crack in a sidewalk and that's how that's how little bits of vegetation come mm-hmm. up or you're in a, a dark room and somebody shatters a window and it seems like a crisis, but that's how you get to see what's actually around you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Be okay. because You're going to be okay, Melody. Yeah, you're going to be fine. The light's coming it's gonna in. It's going to be okay. There's a lot of light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah that is uh those are my two lady loves <sighs> there's beauty in the brokenness too all right yep um well, you can you find can us on all find the places us. yeah join the heaving bosoms geriatric friendship cult listen i know some of you don't have facebook but just get a face a lot of people just have a facebook profile literally just for the friendship cult yeah <laughs> well in other romance groups too but yeah and i want to say it one more time that we had a cult before any other podcast did so <laughs> we're sticking with it because man every time i listen to my favorite murder and i hear them be like be on the cult blah 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 blah, blah. i'm like we're not at your level but we had it first so i just <laughs> want ever all our new listeners to know we didn't well, rip them off they ripped us off without ever knowing we existed we also don't call it a fan cult because no, i don't consider gross these, yeah i don't consider these people fans i consider them no. friends yeah i have friends we do we have so many more friends now because they're all so great um so join that if you haven't heaving bosoms podcast on facebook Mm -hmm. heaving bosoms podcast at gmail.com we're not gonna reply to you it's just that's what what it is now i replied to one the other day i can try sorry guys yeah uh at heaving bosoms at instagram at heaving underscore bosoms on twitter if you want to see my desperate video of trying to get to the uh trying to get to the heaving bodice uh, he- <laughs> nope that's the heaving bodice excellent yep. excellent uh rip bodice uh, i think that's all of them and oh boy keep being a badass and love yourself as much as you love schmerger <laughs> <laughs> we hate her i know but i love it <laughs> Ah. As much as you love calling her Schmerger, because I really like it. <laughs> uh, do you have something enough. better? I know I don't. Okay, I don't but right it's Schmerger. It's Schmerger. <laughs> <laughs> love yourself as much as you love calling that mean lady Schmerger. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Bye, Erin. Bye. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah! Lilas! Okay, back to the show.